facing off against the three-seeded West County Bulldogs. Those teams played a pretty close game earlier this year as well. Should be fun to see who comes out in round two of that matchup against one another. I'm Sean Malone. That's Jared Pettis as we welcome you into the First State Community Bank pregame show. And, Jared, you got to see the games that are coming up later uh, yesterday. Both those teams in their quarterfinal rounds, obviously coming away with victories. Valley Catholic topped uh, Bismarck in a surprisingly back-and-forth contest. And then you got West County just making quick work of Arcadia Valley, downing them in just four innings. I think Valley Catholic, it kind of looked like from the outside looking in that they were experimenting with some things a little bit, and that's what allowed the Bismarck Indians to play so close throughout. Absolutely, Sean. They had a young pitcher in Addie Donzi on the or in the circle, and it's not that she wasn't throwing well. It's that she was finding the strike zone. Bismarck was getting a piece of it, and then Addie Donzi just couldn't find that third strike pitch. And you had mentioned it yesterday in, in seeing a player also that wasn't able to get that third strike pitch, and then I mean, if Addie Donzi can put that together, she's got a good performance. She did work into the fourth inning, worked through the fourth inning. She went 4-4 four, four and got the win. So you look at it, and yeah, it was back and forth, but the Valley Catholic offense showed why they're the two seed, and, and they just came alive. All innings, scoring runs in every inning, and batting nine hitters in the sixth to get the win. This is a really good Valley Catholic squad, and I imagine today we'll see more of Avery Ziprich than you did yesterday, because she, like Eva Greer in this upcoming matchup, one of the elite pitchers in our area, and that's what I saw again yesterday. Ava Greer, a little slow out of the gates missed a number of locations back in the first inning but there is a lot of trust between head coach becky kime of the st genevieve dragons and the battery not just ava greer in the circle because she told ava after that inning it's like hey allow all the runs you want our offense we've got this don't worry about it but chloe staffen behind the plate as well a lot of trust for her they let staffen a sophomore call ball a uh, call the game and that's, I feel like, a lost art here amongst high school softball and baseball as well. You see a lot of managers doing the calling of the game from the dugout to the catcher that then relays the call to the pitcher. Absolutely, Sean. And I don't have any, you know, anything against the coach calling the pitches. To each their own. Yeah, but when a catcher is doing it, that just strengthens the relationship between the catcher and pitching staff. And whenever you got a catcher like Chloe Staffen that's able to do it and do it well as a sophomore – I mean, you look at that, Sean, and St. Genevieve, they might be set for the next two years catching-wise, and Becky Kaim might just get into the dugout and just kick up her feet because she won't have to call the pitches. Well, that's it. It's a very laid-back approach that you're allowed to have when you trust the players that you've got on the field like Coach Kaim does. And for Central, on the other hand, this is a Central Rebel squad that's still trying to figure out who their pitcher is, and it's not so much lack of trust. I think they just need one person to assert themselves. I think all the pitchers that we've seen throughout the course of the season have improved as the season has gone along. Just a matter of figuring out, okay, who's going to be the one to start the games and who's going to be the one to finish the games for the Central Lady Rebels this season. Still figuring that out. They haven't played a ton of softball games on the season so far, but I think they're closer to getting that answer than we were back in game two of the season for the Central Lady Rebels when we saw them against St. Genevieve. I completely agree. Alexia Poppy, she's pitched well from the circle for Central. Sydney Miles, who's come on late in the season and has pitched really well. And you look at some of their other players, Zoe Ray, even for her coming in, I didn't think that she might have had the arm that she has. She surprised me, and she's been surprising some hitters this year, too. Yeah, she's got some pop in her arm. And then finally, the West County Lady Bulldogs, we know what they've got. They've got a lot back from last year. They made quick work of Arcadia Valley in the second game that you had out at Challenger Field. And coming into today, this is a, a West County bunch that I think is right up there with Valley Catholic and with St. Genevieve as 
I know what the head, the head record says, but I still think it's 1A, 1B, and 1C at the top of the conference. I completely agree. You're going to decide who the 1A actually is in this tournament as far as the team goes. Pitching-wise, there's a several, several arms in this field of MAAA conference teams that could be right up there. And I think whoever wins this tournament, that will decide who the 1A or actually number one pitcher is as far as the conference goes. Yeah, it really could. It's the First Day Community Bank pregame show on AM 1240 KFMO. As we welcome those of you listening in online, brought to you by Ledco Community Credit Union, serving the residents of St. Francis, St. Genevieve, and now Madison counties, with two locations to serve you, 820 East Main and Park Hills and 551 Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. Member services is their top priority. We'll take a break on the First Day Community Bank pregame show. Coming up when we return, we'll talk with Taylor Guile, the head coach of the Central Lady Rebels. They may not have quite the elite pitch that the other teams will see here today but uh we'll talk about how they decide who is going to be that pitcher for today's game and about their offense and whether or not it's capable enough to beat anyone no matter what else is happening in the rest of the game that's coming up next during our coaches conversation with taylor guile head coach of the central lady rebels next on the first day community bank pregame show on AM. need a checking account how about a free account See the team at First State Community Bank to open a free e-checking account today. With free e-checking, you can enjoy all the safety and service that First State Community Bank has to offer, all with no monthly fee. Remember, when it comes to your finances, success starts here. First State Community Bank, member FDIC, online at fscb.com. E-statements required for free e-checking account. Back in the First State Community Bank pregame show on AM 1240 KFMO. We're talking with Taylor Guile, head coach of the Central Lady Rebels. And, Coach, good victory for you guys yesterday. It was a little back and forth early on, but your team really flipped a switch when it went 6-6 and scored eight unanswered to walk away with the victory at the end of the game. What was the difference at the end of that game yesterday versus the early few innings when things were kind of back and forth a little bit? Um, you know, I think they just settled in and they realized they had to score more runs. Like, we depend on our offense this year to score a lot of runs for us, and um, they've been doing that. So we got to just keep doing that. And we have to do that today too i expect us to jump on st jen early i know the pitcher's good but we have to score a lot of runs to win this is a very good st genevieve team as you said but do you feel like with your offensive capabilities that you can beat anyone on any given day um yeah i really do feel that way because um i know teams are scoring more runs on us this year but we should be able to score more with our offense so we have a really good lineup and we should score a lot of runs there's a good pitcher across the way and ava greer only a sophomore but she's already starting to establish herself as one of the better pitchers in the conference when you got to look at her earlier in the season your early season contest what is it from greer that you saw in that game that has made her such a good pitcher this year um, you know, I missed that game, uh, but... Oh, she, yes, I forgot, actually. You were out for that game. Yeah, but I remember from last year, she pounds the strike zone, and she doesn't... Uh, she gets ahead in the count early. Um, she has control of her pitches, and so our our hitters have to be aggressive early in the count today um, to do well off her. How hard of a mindset is that to get against a talented pitcher as opposed to waiting for the perfect pitch, just swinging at the first thing that you see that looks good? Um... It, we, we have the mentality we want to be aggressive but selective, and so that's what we, we need to do today. Pitching has been a bit of a rotation for you guys over the course of the season. Game in, game out, what are you thinking of when going into a game that kind of leads you to your decision of who you're going to throw in that contest? Um, well, I always think of who's going to start and who's going to relieve, and I try to have a speed difference to mess with the hitters. But, um, you know, our pitchers, they got to throw strikes, and they're doing better at that. You know, early on, we struggled with the strike zone. So, um, basically, who's throwing strikes for us? And then um, I know usually we have to have two ready to go in each game. So, Coach, thanks a lot for your time. Best of luck to you. All right, thanks. 
That is the head coach of the Central Lady Rebels, Taylor Guile, our fourth year at the helm. Central coming in with a record of 5-3 and three overall on the season. Winners of their last two in a row and a nice bounce back in the uh, second half of the game last night where they defeated the Potosi Trojans 14-6 to in a ball game that was tied up at 6-all at one point as well, heading into the bottom half of the fifth inning. Just a really impressive surge at the end of the game from the Central Lady Rebels offense. And that's where Central, I've said it all season long, and I think they're getting closer to that point. They don't need a Ziprich or a Greer or a Wright to be a force to be reckoned with this season. With their offense, the top of the lineup in particular, they just need decent pitching. And I think they're close to figuring that out with a mix of players. I don't know if by the end of the year if it's going to be just one player that we're going to see pitching from end to end of a ball game. I think they're going to have to be a little craftier than that. I think they're going to have to work players in and out to get some change of speed throughout the game. But I think they're close to figuring that out. If they can figure it out today, they've got a shot against the St. Genevieve Bunch. I know St. Jen's got an elite pitcher in Ava Greer, but... This is a really good offense for Central that on the right day can beat anybody. Absolutely, Sean. And you look at the conditions we have. It's not too cold. It's not too hot. You're playing on turf. The wind kind of is blowing out a little bit to left field currently, kind of right right foul pole to left foul pole. And Central's got the hitter, Sean. And like you mentioned, they just need to find at least that one arm that can get them into the fourth inning. If they can do that today against St. Genevieve, and, I mean, their hitters are really good too, but if you can get a couple of – if you can get a pitcher to, say, steal a couple innings, I think you're set. It's the first day Community Bank pregame show on AM 1240 KFMO. Stay tuned after the broadcast. Give away some free pizza with the Little Caesars Pizza Pizza player of the game. Little Caesars, they've got lunch at a price you can afford. Two slices and a 20-ounce drink for four fifty. If you're feeling a little hungrier, add a half order of breadsticks for a dollar more. Or for that same five fifty, you can get four slices of deep dish and a 20-ounce drink. It's available daily from 10.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Little Caesars with locations in Farmington and Deloge. We'll take another break here on the First State Community Bank pregame show. Coming up when we return, we will talk with the head coach of the St. Genevieve Dragons, Becky Kimes, second year at the helm. 11-4 and four on the season is St. Genevieve winners of their last six in a row, including a 17-0 defeat over the Kingston Cougars yesterday. They prepared for a Kingston pitcher that they knew didn't have a ton of velocity yesterday with Central having a variety of different pitchers. I'll talk with Coach Kime about their approach for today's game. That's coming up next on AM 1240 KFMO. Need a checking account? How about a free account? See the team at First State Community Bank to open a free e-checking account today. With free e-checking, you can enjoy all the safety and service that First State Community Bank has to offer, all with no monthly fee. Remember, when it comes to your finances, success starts here. First State Community Bank, member FDIC, online at fscb.com. E-statements required for free e-checking account. You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. American Family Insurance. See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. 
Hi folks, John Robinson here, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. It's finally springtime and boy, we're excited. We've got lots of inventory, big rebates, 2023 Grand Cherokee L's, rebates up to $5,500 plus big Pettis discounts. The truck you're looking for, we've got them, half tons, three quarters and one tons. Custom, lifted, leather, you name it, diesels, gas, no matter what it is, we've got them with discounts and rebates. So come see us, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. Today's tax laws are complicated. A relatively simple return can be confusing. It is easy to overlook deductions to which you are entitled. Hi, I'm John Boyd with Boyd & Associates in Farmington. Accounting is what we do best. We are professional, experienced, affordable, and offer a broad range of services for business owners, executives, and independent professionals. We turn complicated matters into simple concepts. Find us online at boyd-cpa.com. Boyd & Associates, we are proud supporters of Mac Athletics. To everyone who needs a little delight in their day, let our team member Paul tell you about one of our favorite sweet treats. Making special moments at mealtime is a tradition in Wisconsin. And what better way to sweeten your day than a Culver's creamy, fresh frozen custard and your favorite mix-ins. We handcraft every concrete mixer exactly the way you like. From caramel to your favorite candies like Butterfinger. Come to Culver's and let us make your day a little bit sweeter. From From Wisconsin Wisconsin with love, welcome to delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. At Missouri Baptist University, students experience more than higher education. It's more than degrees and more than meaningful relationships. It's about transformation. The outlook you'll leave with will bring light to darkness and set the foundation to become the person you've always wanted, your best. MBU is the place to build character as well as earning potential. Learn more at mobap.edu. To learn more about how you can join us this summer, call 573-431-9700 or visit us at our Farmington Regional Learning Center. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here, Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart, think car smart. We're buying a car isn't rocket science. The first day community bank pregame show on AM 1240 KFMO. We're joined by Becky Kime, head coach of the St. Genevieve Dragons. Coach, you saw this team back in the beginning of their season. You'd played a few games at that point. They maybe had half a practice in one game of the books. How has Central grown from that first contest where you saw them to yesterday's games? You stayed for the entire time to watch them and Potosi face off against one another. Yep, I mean, they've grown a, a, a ton. I was just talking to Coach Guile, and she's, you know, they had five players um, that played basketball or were cheerleaders for basketball that weren't there on that first game. And yesterday what they did against Potosi is, you know, kind of what I thought that they were capable of. Um, they've, got some, they've got some good hitters in their lineup, so um, we've been talking about that a lot and make sure that we're showing up playing our game. Now, that being said, how has your team grown from that point in the season? I believe it was your fifth game of the year, maybe fourth game of the year till now. You know, I think they've gotten closer as a team. Um, you know, I think team chemistry is a huge thing. Um, I've, I've heard multiple outside um, sources just talk about how well they get along with one another. I think that's really important. I think they've grown in that area. Um, and I think they've kind of started to realize, like, what they're capable of, um, which I think is really cool, too. So, um, again, just going out there playing our game today. How much of a direct line can you find between chemistry on a team and success? Because I feel like, especially in good teams, having a season like your team's having, they kind of go hand in hand with one another. You're having fun, you're winning games, so you're having more fun, so you're winning more games. 
Yeah, well, absolutely. I think that, you know, chemistry is, there's a lot of things involved in chemistry. And I think that when you learn to, to trust your teammates and, you know, if you're, you didn't do it your job, you know, you trust the next person to come up there and pick you up. And, um, you know, I think that they they really understand that they really take into everything that I've been preaching this year. And, um, you know, like I said, I've heard from multiple outside sources that, you know, it's just fun to watch them just because they get along so well. Ava Greer has really developed herself into one of the best pitchers in the conference, if not the best. What is it that makes her so good in the circle, game in and game out? Even yesterday, she started off a little slow, but bounced back and struck out eight of the nine batters that she faced in that contest. I think she's just steady. You know, she doesn't get too excited. She doesn't get too down. Um, you know, she's just kind of level-headed. And, you know, after she walked those first three hitters like yesterday, I was just like, hey, I don't care. They can score all, of, all three of these runs, and I don't care. I trust that our offense is going to score more than what they score, you know, and I think that that helps her. It takes kind of the pressure off of her, um, too. So I think that she's done such a great job, and like I said, her just being level-headed and not getting too high or too low is what makes her so successful. Now, when facing off against your team, it's pretty easy to know what to expect from a pitching standpoint because you, they know they're going to get Ava Greer. They know what Ava Greer is made of. When facing a team like Central, they're still throughout this point in the season trying to find their pitcher, and it's not necessarily the same pitcher in each situation in every game. I know yesterday heading into the contest, you kind of geared your BP around the pitcher that you knew you were going to be facing for Kingston. What's the approach like in BP when you don't know what kind of a pitcher you're going to be facing in a game like this? You know, you kind of, I kind of threw it just a little bit harder today than I was throwing it harder than I was yesterday in, um, in warm-ups. You know, it's easier to adjust to slower than it is to adjust to a little bit faster. When you don't know what to expect, I would, you know, like I said, I would, I would rather them adjust to a slower pitcher. Um, but again, just like talking to them and, um, you know, commu them communicate, this goes back to chemistry, them communi communicating with one another, so, you know, so if the first hitter doesn't get a hit or whatever she sees she's communicating with the next pitch the next hitter and so on and so forth and um you know you like I said I've been saying most of the season if you go out there and you play your game and you adjust and um the good things will happen coach thanks a lot for your time we appreciate it best of luck to you great thanks so much Hey, coach of the St. Genevieve Dragons, second year at the helm, Becky Kime, as mentioned 11 and 4 overall on the season winners of their last six in a row but the St. Genevieve Dragons, really since that early game in the year, we knew they were going to be good heading into this year. But the way that they beat that Central Lady Rebel squad, we thought it was probably going to be a close game heading in. It was 14-7, to all said and done. And Central got a couple runs in the later part of the game to make it a little bit closer. But they showed what they're really capable of, the St. Genevieve Bunch. One of the best teams we've got in our area this year up to this point so far. And they've been playing like it of late especially. Yeah, and it really makes it easier on the pitching staff when your coach comes out and says, don't worry about those runners on. If all three of them score, heck, if five score in the inning, I think our offense can handle it. That's right. It takes the, it takes the pressure off the defense. And whenever the defense is playing without pressure, Sean, they usually don't make as many errors, and that brings up the offense with uh, very little oppositional scores against and that makes it easier for the offense. Yeah, I mean, they don't feel like they look up at the scoreboard and got a crooked number that they need <laughs> yeah. to put up and somehow match. They can kind of just play their own game as well. It feeds in to one another. The pitchers are more comfortable that way. The offense doesn't feel like they have to try to do too much. So it really creates a good balancing effect where both sides of the plate, you can just play your game. It's the First State Community Bank pregame show on AM 1240. KFMO, we'll step aside when we return. We've got you a look at the out-of-town scoreboard check brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door. There is a 
full schedule of other sports happening today throughout our listening area. We'll line them out for you. Coming up next on the First State Community Bank pregame show on AM 1240 KFMO. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit mineralareadoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at mineralareadoor.com. Serving you since 1978. LaCarrie Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like... Dale Mosier Auto Body. Consider it done, consider it done right. When you need repair, there's no need to despair. Dale Mosier does it all for you. And Unlimited Auto Body in Potosi, where experience counts. Remember, you have the right to choose who does your repairs, so count on Unlimited Auto Body for full body repair or full body paint and custom graphics. Unlimited Auto Body, located at 109 Missouri Street in Potosi. LaCarrie Auto Body Supply is proud to support your hometown repair shops. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. Find out baby. how J.J. Vickers can help you with your auto, home, and life needs. 573-358-3674. Back in the Bill Best, or excuse me, the First State Community Bank pregame show. Getting a little early. ahead of myself here, yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of games going on throughout our area today, and we got them for you courtesy of the Mineral Area over door, Overhead Door Out-of-Town Scoreboard Check, 1020 Woodlawn Drive, just north of Farmington and Jared. A lot happening today across all sports, really. Yes. What's going on? We'll start on the softball side from Potosi, the fifth-place semifinals in the MAAA Conference Tournament. Potosi, the five-seed, they play against the eight-seed Kingston, followed by the six and seven matchup, Arcadia Valley and Bismarck. Nearly a full slate of action on the baseball side of things. Conference play, North County is at Central. Farmington hosting Genevieve. Potosi plays the Fredericktown Black Cats in Fredericktown. The Arcadia Valley Tigers host Valley Catholic. And the Kingston Cougars look to get their second win of the season and second in as many days. They host the Valley Caledonia Vikings. Girls soccer, just two games. Fredericktown at Saxony Luther. North County at Perryville. Two boys tennis matchups, and that's Arcadia Valley at North County in a conference matchup. Dexter hosts Farmington. And a full conference slate on the boys' golf side. Central and Arcadia Valley do battle. Potosi at Fredericktown. West County hosts Farmington. And North County, they play against St. Genevieve. And a max softball doubleheader, the Mineral Area Lady Cardinals host East Carter. Out of town scoreboard check. It comes courtesy of Mineral Area Overhead Door. 1020 Woodlawn Drive, just north of Farmington. They install entry and storm doors, decks and railings, beam central vacuum systems, and more. For a full list of services, visit mineralareadoor.com. It is the First State Community Bank pregame show. That'll wrap things up here. Coming up when we return, we've got your starting lineups. Brought to you by Shelter Insurance and your first pitch, which comes courtesy of Boyd and Associates. St. Genevieve Dragons, Central Lady Rebels, game one of two in the semifinals in the MAAA Conference Tournament next.
You've been listening to the First State Community Bank pregame show. Mobile banking from First State Community Bank is perfect for busy students or the -the on-the-go parents. When it comes to convenience, success starts here. Stay tuned. The first pitch is next after these messages. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of high school sports on KFMO. Call me, financial advisor Allison Douglas-Kinnon at 573-431-2220 for all of your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. See Placid Tire Service for the right tire at the right price right now. Placid Tire Service is the area's biggest selection of in-stock tires at the lowest price. While others are searching for tires to order, we'll get you fixed up with a great set of tires and back on the road in no time with our four tires, one hour guarantee. Plus, we make the purchase easy on your budget with our Placid Tire Service card or no credit needed financing options. For the right tire at the right price right now, the choice is easy. That's Placid Tire Service. Wade's Auto Service is a locally owned and operated full service shop and wants to be your first choice for all your auto repair needs. To schedule an appointment, call 573-664-1302. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is a proud sponsor of high school sports. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the Parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. You want financial freedom as an adult. And as a parent, you'll want your kids to understand exactly where that begins. You can start by opening their very own student checking account at First State Community Bank. Once your son or daughter turns 12, they're eligible for a student checking account with no minimum balance requirements. A student checking account will be easy to understand for them and a wonderful teaching tool for you. First State Community Bank. Success starts here. Visit FSCB.com. Member FDIC. If you slipped into the habit of spending a lazy evening in front of the TV, there's nothing to watch on television. Try the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington for an evening of fun, the tastiest food, and sports on one of their big screens. Challenge your family to shooting some hoops, clearing the pool table, or testing your quickness with one of the video games in the arcade at the bullpen. You'll find something for everyone, including daily specials and events. There's only one way to play in the bullpen, and that's at the Bullpen Sports Grill, 1500 East Main Street in Lettington. Get to Willett Home Furnishings in Bonterre for the guaranteed lowest price on Ashley Furniture. Stop in and let us show you our huge showroom of beautiful Ashley Furniture and home accents for every room in your home. Choose from Ashley Living Rooms, Bedrooms, Dining Rooms, or Dens. You name the room and we'll show you an enormous selection with our lowest price guarantee. If you find a lower price, we'll match it or beat it guaranteed. Ask us about interest-free financing and free delivery. Ashley Furniture, in style and in reach at Willett Home Furnishings, Berry Road, Bonterre. Hi, Kimber Monroe, local attorney and proud sponsor of high school sports. With over 20 years of legal experience, I'm here to help you. That's Kimber Monroe at KimberMonroeLaw.com. The choice of an attorney is an important decision and should not be based on advertising. The MAAA Conference Tournament continues with a day two softball action from Leon's Field, home of the St. Genevieve Dragons. And the top-seeded Dragons, they play host to the four-seed Central Rebels and our broadcast opener of two that we bring you. The Dragons, the outright regular season title winners, look to punch their ticket to the championship game played on Thursday. It's just Central standing in their way. And the Rebels played St. Genevieve to a 14-7 loss early. 
earlier in the season and look to answer that. And we get another rematch of a 5-1 Valley Catholic victory as they beat West County earlier this season. That's the 2-3 matchup today. In a conference semifinal showdown, that is a rematch and features neither team with their season. High School Softball on AM 1240 KFMO. Tonight's game is brought to you by Cozine Memorial Chapel, Complete Vision Care, Chris Offenberg GM Superstore, First State Community Banks, Willett Home Furnishings, Lead Belt Stove and Fireplace and Ozark Modern Insulation, American Family Insurance Agent Bill Bess, Dalton Home Improvement, Mineral Area College, The Bullpen Sports Grill, Shelter Insurance Agents J.J. Vickers and Scott Haggerty, Gilster Mary Lee, Plaza Tire Service, Little Caesars, Graphic Options, Wade's Automotive, Prairie Farms Dairies, Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, Missouri Baptist University, Weems Insurance Agency, The Riverside Grill, Ledco Community Credit Union, the St. Francis County Community Partnership, Culver's, Farm Bureau agents Mike Santagraw in Farmington and Jonathan Stephen in Deloge, Curtis Autoglass in Park Hills. Edward Jones agents John Brown in Farmington and Allison Kennan in Park Hills. LaCarrie Auto Body, your local PPG distributor in the Parkland. Ozark Federal Savings and Loan, Boyd and Associates. The Law Office of Kimber Monroe. American Family Insurance agent Harry Peterson. Bryant Restoration. Mineral Area Overhead Door. CarSmart. Belgrade State Bank, State Farm Insurance Agent Chris Morrison, and Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. High School Softball on AM 1240, KFMO. St. Genevieve Dragons and the Central Lady Rebels from Leon's Field in St. Genevieve, where your number one seeded St. Genevieve Dragons call home. Good afternoon to you, Sean Malone alongside Jared Bennis. We'll have coverage of the action of both our contests today. Game two features Valley Catholic and West County on the other side of this bracket. But first, we'll bring you the starting lineups for the Central Lady Rebels and the St. Genevieve Dragons brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Your local shelter insurance agents. We're your shield. We're your shelter. The Central Lady Rebels will lead things off as they are the road team today. It's Alexis Portel playing shortstop today who leads things off she's at the shortstop spot because the starting pitcher is sydney miles getting the call today she moves up in the order to the number two spot cadence cosby by default then moves up to the three spot she'll be behind the plate batting cleanup is chloe dishbein the first baseman the designated player is zoe ray she'll be batting fifth the six hitter is ella mcclanahan the third baseman jc mcmillan yes mcmillan not mcmillian i was corrected earlier today on that apologies go out to jc and the mcmillan family on that she's in left field at center field it's kelsey poley and in right field rounding out the lineup in the ninth spot it's alexia pape again the order for the central lady rebels portel miles cosby dishbine ray mcclanahan mcmillan polite and pape one to nine through the order for the five and three central lady rebels under fourth year head coach taylor guile first pitch shot foul and into the netting as we'll bring you the fielding alignment for the St. Genevieve Dragons, here's Jared Pettis. Sean, thanks. In the outfield, left to right, Brenna Wiener, Hope Schmelzley, Mallory Walk. And Wiener was a game-time decision uh, coming up after being hurt in last night's contest. Around the horn on the infield, Maddie Terry, Ava Huber, Mia Schweigert, and Alyssa Beckerman at first base. The battery, Chloe Staffen, and in the circle, Ava Greer. Starting lineup brought to you by Dave and Scott Haggerty of Shelter Mutual Insurance. 517 East Main and Park Hills, insuring the Parkland since 1955. A 1-1 count is the pitch. 
little, excuse me, check swing, blooped to Huber at short for out number one. First pitch of the game, it came courtesy of Boyd and Associates, turning complicated matters into simple concepts. John Boyd with Boyd and Associates has been bringing accounting integrity, character, client focus, and dedication to our local community for 20 years. Here comes Sydney Miles through the plates. What a game that she had yesterday. Two for two, three walks, loaded the stat sheet yesterday for Central Lady Rebels in their victory. First pitch taken for a strike. She was your Little Caesars Pizza Pizza player of the game. She scored three runs and three RBIs in the contest as well. Falls behind in the count 0-1. Umpiring crew for today. Kevin Kemp is behind the plate with Brian Kelly in the field. Called strike two. And Ava Greer gets ahead in the count. Taylor Giles stressed multiple times to me during pregame. I'm sure multiple times to her team over the last little less than 24 hours now. Attack Ava Greer early because she'll do the same to you. Pulled on the right-hand side and into right field for a base hit. An inside-out swing from Sydney Miles out of the left-handed batter's box. And she bloops it over the head of Schweigert at second and into right field for the game's first hit. Well, that's a good piece of hitting with two strikes. Taking the pitch where it was pitched inside, and Sydney Miles just pulled it between the second baseman Schweigert and first baseman Beckerman into right field for a hit. City Miles was one of the bright spots in that early season loss the Central Lady Rebels had to the St. Genevieve Dragons as the pitch taken for a strike as the barrel of the bat is pulled back and swiping second base is Miles. Would have been a close play at second, but the softball popped out of Ava Huber's glove in the last second, and the count sits 1-0 and to Cadence Cosby. Miles in that early season matchup Four for four, three runs, three RBIs against St. Genevieve. She had a double in that contest as well for the Central Lady Rebels. Gosby takes one low and away for a ball, 2-0. and Ava Greer's got a runner in second, one away, top of the first inning. And this is a situation where Becky Keim can expect her players in the field to play like these two runs really don't matter if they both score on one swing. As great as the Central Lady Rebels offense is, it's a good offense for... St. Genevieve as well, and advancing to third on the pass ball is Sydney Miles, and a late jump from Ava Greer to cover home plate. Otherwise, Sydney Miles could have turned third and headed for home. It would have been a foot race between her and Greer at that point. That's a good heads-up play by Greer to get to the plate to cover just in case. Count is 3-0. The pitch. Low and away, ball four. Runners at the corners. One away in the top of the first inning as Cosby works a one-out walk. You've got Miles at third, and here comes Chloe Dishbein to the plate. That walk doesn't really hurt your club because it sets up the double play at the middle infield spot, and you're going to need to turn a good one, though, with Chloe Dishbein's speed. That's it. These are some good athletes on the base paths here. Even Cosby at first base, way faster than your traditional catcher. In fact, she'll swipe second base standing up. Tries to draw the throw from Chloe Staffin, but doesn't. And again, that same sort of fake on the bunt from the Central Lady Rebels. Dishbine shows, pulls it back as the pitch is coming in, but it's taken for a strike nonetheless. 0-1 your count. That'll bring the infield in. The pitch, swung and a miss, 0-2. As much as St. Genevieve is okay allowing a run, this is a different ball club in Central. And as I said earlier, this Central offense, even without elite pitching, they can put up enough runs to put your team in a hole. Grounder towards third. Too slow developing of a play. The only one is across the diamond to first. Terry makes the throw in time to get Dishbine, but into score is Miles. It's one nothing Central Lady Rebels. And that's a good play by Maddie Terry at third base. Don't rush something. Don't force something at home when you could. 
get the sure out at first base. It's only one run with now two outs in the inning and a runner at third. Cosby advances to third behind Terry, so it's a runner at third, and that brings Zoe Ray to the plate. She swings through the first pitch she sees, and she's behind in the count 0-1. Bit of a quiet day at the plate yesterday for Zoe Ray. She was 0-5 on the day, but she had a really nice appearance in relief to lock down the Potosi Lady Trojans, especially as that game went on. Swings through that one. She's behind 0-2. Eva Greer trying to limit the damage to just one. Central, meanwhile, with a runner at third, trying to add at least one more on the board. Fought off foul by Ray. We'll do it again. Count remains 0-2. That was a good cut by Ray. Just underneath it, fouled it off to the netting. If she makes good wood on that one, or good aluminum, if you will, now that we're uh, not in the wood bat tournaments anymore, if she drives that one, she's got a, an RBI. Swing and a miss. Strike three, Ray behind on the fastball from Ava Greer for the third and final out to end the top of the first inning. But the Central Lady Rebels strike first. They get a run home off of one hit, no errors, and they leave Cadence Cosby stranded at third. St. Genevieve Dragons do up for the first time this ball game when we return after this on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business, and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make, from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. It's back. What's back, Charlotte? I'm not going back to work. No, silly. The pretzel crust pizza at Little Caesars. Ah, so customers can once again enjoy our pretzel crust topped with creamy cheddar cheese and loaded pepperoni. Yum. Yep, and it's every day, hot and ready from 4 to 8 for only $6.99. So try one today. Charlotte, I say pretzel, you say... Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge. Oh, well, at least it's back. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Belgrade State Banks, State Farm Insurance Agent Chris Morrison in Farmington, and Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Farmington. St. Genevieve Dragons will bat for the first time this ballgame already in a hole. One to nothing. They trail as Sidney Miles came around to score, and it's Miles in the circle for the Central Lady Rebels. We'll get you their fielding alignment in a bit. First, the starting lineup for the St. Genevieve Dragons at the plate, brought to you by J.J. Vickers Insurance Agency, 63 East School Street in Bonterre. Ava Huber, the shortstop, will lead things off. She's followed in the lineup by Brenna Wiener, the left fielder. At third base, batting third, it's Maddie Terry. Cleanup hitters, Chloe Staffen, she'll be the catcher today. The five-hitter is Mallory Wolk, the right fielder. Alyssa Beckerman's at first base. She bats sixth. Hope Schmelzley's in center field. She's the seven-hitter. The eight-hitter is Mia Schweiger at the second baseman. And rounding out the lineup is the designated player, Autumn Werner, batting in the place of the pitcher, Ava Greer. Pitch pulled on the left side and into foul territory. Again, the lineup, Huber, Wiener, Terry, Staffen, Wolk, Beckerman, Schmelzley, Schweigert, and Werner. The lineup for the St. Genevieve Dragons under second-year head coach Becky Keim, 11-4 overall on the season, number one seed in the MAAA Conference Tournament. Hitting to the gap in right center field, and it'll one-hop to Kelsey Polite. Big turnaround first for Huber. She stays there, and it's a leadoff single in the bottom of the first inning for the St. Genevieve Dragons. 
Well, you met Polite in center. Here's the rest of the Central Lady Rebels fielding alignments brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Again, here's Jared Pettis. Sean, thanks. In the outfield, you met Polite in center in the corner outfielding positions. J.C. McMillan is the left fielder and in right field, Alexia Poppy. And a good play by Polite, too, to get that in before the double that would have been hit by Huber. And a good job by Polite. Around the horn in the infield, it's Ellen McClanahan, Alexis Portel, Kylie Peters, and the first baseman, Chloe Dishbein, the battery today for the Central Lady Rebels. Cadence Cosby behind the plate, Sidney Miles in the circle. Count is 0-1 as Wiener fouls it off. Bunt again, and a one-hop off the front of the plate. I don't even think it got the plate, but it hopped into foul territory where it's barehanded by Cosby anyway, and the count is 0-2. And nothing will frustrate a coach more than a batter who can't get the bunt, bunt down in a good situation to put it down in. Especially in the two spot. That's usually a spot, if it's not for your best hitter, the old school line, lineup, if you will, is usually a player that can do the little things well. Put the ball in play, drop a sacrifice bunt if you need it, get your leadoff hitter into scoring position for the middle of your lineup. Swung and a miss, strike three, trying to slap it. Is Wiener with the running approach out of the left-handed batter's box. She waves at it, and Sydney Miles gets the first out. Miles goes to the rosin bag and will be ready to go against Maddie Terry, third baseman for the St. Genevieve Dragons, with a runner on at first base and Ava Huber. Pitch from Miles, bunt shown. That's a good bunt, but it just makes its way into foul territory where it's touched up by McClanahan. Well, let's see if they keep the bunt on for Maddie Terry. With already one out in the inning, I, I'd be surprised if it's shown again. This is a really aggressive approach to small ball. She swings away this time, and it's over the head of Sydney Miles to shortstop Portel. Shovels it to second as she mishandles it, and safe at second base is Huber. That's a tough one, I, I was going to put that down as a, uh, a fielder's choice. Uh, me too. Saving the error because Portel went to second with it. Had she not thrown it anywhere, it would have been an E6, but the fielder's choice in beating it out was Ava Huber. She went to second on that one. I thought just with the way the play was developing, she was going to go to first with it. Popped up on the infield, and with it is Sydney Miles. The infield fly rule was called anyway, so it's not going to matter, but there's two down. Miles, I don't even think she left the circle to get that one. No, she got her right foot on the outside of the circle on the third base side and then had to go back into it. First pitch, misses upstairs for a ball. Want to know your count? to Mallory Wolk, right fielder for the St. Genevieve Dragons. Miles working quickly. Rocks and fires the 1-0. High and inside, 2-0. We've got Huber at second, Terry at first. Two down in the bottom of the first inning in a 1-0 ball game favoring the Central Lady Rebels. 2-0, as it misses way upstairs. That one the fur furthest of the three pitches from the zone. And St. Genevieve is one pitch away from working the bases loaded. See if Miles can find the strike zone here. The pitch. Got the low outside corner. Called strike on the righty hitting Mallory Wolk. Pitch. This is low for ball four. Wolk works a walk that loads the bases. And up to the plate is Alyssa Beckerman. And a big spot for Beckerman, Sean. 
I think Sidney Miles would have preferred to get an out there to end the inning rather than load the bases. Here's the pitch. This is low and inside for a ball. We saw Sidney Miles pitch recently against the 11-1 loss to the West County Lady Bulldogs. It was a brief appearance, though, as she only wound up facing five batters, got only one out, and allowed four earned runs in the process. Pitch misses for a ball, 2-0, and oh, and this was part of the problem is she had a hard time finding the strike zone in that contest. The 2-0 pitch, fouled straight back. City Miles threw 17 pitches in that game. Only four of them found the strike zone. Obviously a way better percentage here, and she's doubled up the amount of outs that she's gotten. She just threw her 15th pitch. Nine of them have been for strikes. She's got good stuff if she can locate it. The 2-1, one hops to the plate. And it's a three-ball count for Beckerman with Huber on third, Terry on second, Wolk on first. Nowhere to put Alyssa Beckerman. Beckerman yesterday, two for two, and works a walk to bring home a run in Huber, and we are tied up at one all. Here comes Taylor Guile out to the circle to have a chat with her sophomore pitcher, Sydney Miles. And it doesn't appear like she's going to be taking the ball from her. In fact, it seems like she's giving her some instruction about her plant foot, maybe. And I saw her stomp her left foot a little bit like she was trying to showcase something to Sydney Miles. And Sydney Miles, she was finding the strike zone early in this inning, and then after that weird play that resulted in a fielder's choice where Maddie Terry reached and what might have been an error when a play that they probably could have turned two on or at least got one. Sydney Miles, after that, has been a little bit shaken up. Got one out on a pitch and a pop-up, but other than that, two walks. Swing and a miss, a big hack from Hope Schmelzley. Count is 0-1 to her. Nice bounce back from Sydney Miles to get ahead in the count. Bases are loaded. Tie ball game, 1-1. Pulled foul on the left-hand side. It's an 0-2 count on Schmelzley. Hope Schmelzley yesterday was 1-2 for two with an RBI and two runs scored. Also worked a walk against the Kingston Lady Cougars. Leo 2 one hopper to the plate. A ball and two strikes. That was a good time for an off-speed pitch. Sydney Miles, unfortunately, just couldn't get it to the plate. Not a bad throwaway pitch, though, especially when you got a catcher like Cosby behind the plate. We talk about how good Sydney Miles is, in particular at shortstop. But Cosby has really turned herself into one of the best catchers we've seen in this area. Her and Chloe Staffin, two really, really good sophomore catchers facing off against each other today. Foul ball. Keeps the count at a ball and two strikes. Here's Miles with the pitch. Roped right to third, and McClanahan snags it. That's why they call it the hot corner. Plays like that, and McClanahan made that look easy, and she's getting a lot of pats on the back and high fives in front of the dugout of her Central Lady Rebels. That keeps it at just a 1-1 ball game and will send us to the second inning, a run off one hit, no errors, and the St. Genevieve Dragons leave the bases loaded. Central with McClanahan, McMillan, and Poli do up and we return after this on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. 
It's finally warming up. The sun is shining. The rain is falling, which means the flowers are blooming. And I have a fever. Spring fever, that is. Ashley Sism here from Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. The sunshine makes us happy around here, and we want to help spread the fever. So get outside and come check out our spring fever sales event. Cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs from Ford to Volkswagen and all makes and models in between. We have window tech specials popping up like daisies. Allergies may have you in a fog, but it's clear to clear here this April. Find your car, find your payment, and find yourself driving away in a newer and nicer car this spring with no hassles. Do some spring cleaning and trade your old car now, even if you owe more than it's worth. We want to help you jump over all those bad credit puddles and get you approved. You may just end up with spring fever too. Find your car, find your payment, and find yourself driving away in a newer, nicer car during our spring fever sales event. But hurry, we won't be spring cleaning for long. We want you to visit us today at Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of lifetime warranty. Call 431-3177 or shop online at sism4.com. Some negative equity may be refinanced. Offers may not combine. See dealer for details. High school softball on KFMO is brought to you by Wade's Automotive in Farmington, Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills, Sam Sism Ford Lincoln in Park Hills, Missouri Baptist University in Farmington, and Weems Insurance Agency in Farmington. First pitch ball to McClanahan, six hitter for the Central Lady Rebels to lead off the top of the second inning. Brand new ball game. That dropped in for a strike. Count is one and one. That's a score as well. Central Lady Rebels, St. Genevieve Dragons trading one run apiece. We'll play a six inning game starting now. Set in the circle, Ava Greer. The pitch, slow roller towards second. Schweiger, easy underhand toss to Beckerman at first. And there's one down in the top of the second inning. Well, the ground ball doesn't get much easier than that. Schweigert just had to go to her left a couple steps and get it, and right there was the first baseman, Beckerman, so Schweigert just has to underhand toss it. If that's hit on the left side of the infield, I think it's a more interesting play just because there's a chance that McClanahan could beat it out. But the fact that it was hit to the second baseman, Schweigert, she tossed it to first. If she was three steps closer, she could have handed it to first baseman Alyssa Beckerman. Finding the outside part of the plate is Greer for strike one to J.C. McMillan. Open stance in the right-handed batter's box. Here comes the pitch from Greer. Fastball missing low and away, kicking up some rubber pellets here at the all-turf infield of Leon's Field in St. Genevieve. And the count goes one and one. Beautiful day on hand here today, 77 degrees. We got a bit of a breeze, not as bad as yesterday. For the most part, when it does pick up, it's blown from right to left. You had quite the breeze yesterday. I thought it was oh pretty bad here. I forgot that Challenger Field has basically nothing around it to obstruct any sort of wind as the count goes 2-1 and one to McMillan. The pitch popped up towards the pitcher, Greer. She's got it for two outs in the top of the second. To continue that conversation about the wind, and listeners, you won't be able to see this, but this is just for Sean. See how thick this stack of paper is here? Yeah. The wind blew my, my book shut. <laughs> And blew you, my recorder across the table. You've got, what it's, is that, a one-inch binder or something like yeah, that? Yeah, uh, this is easily 20 pages. Yeah. And it's held down by a couple of binder clips, too. So Got a little weight to it on the outside <laughs> yeah. as well. A first-pitch ball to Kelsey Poli with two down in the top of the second inning. That just tells you how strong the wind was, and it was tough on the outfielders as a couple of pop flies were dropped that probably could have been caught any, anywhere else other than Challenger Field. Poli, the two-hitter for Central yesterday, batting out of the eight spot today. Count is pulled even at one and one as she takes a strike. Another one bounced to the plate from Greer, and the count goes two balls and a strike.
the 2-1. Swung on and missed. Bullied over the top of the off-speed pitch from Greer, and we're all even at a 2-2 count. Ava Greer looking for a 1-2-3, top of the second inning. Hit on the ground, left-hand side, past the diving Huber, and up the middle into center field for a two-out knock single from Kelsey Bolite. And she's on at first with two down, and that will bring the nine-hitter to the plate, Alexia Pape. Right, if Pape can get on here, Sean, setting the table for the top of the order with two on and the top of the order that caused some fits for Ava Greer last inning, it'll be interesting to see what, uh, what transpires. Caused a lot of fits for a lot of really good pitchers. First pitch, fastball away. Pape swings at it, and the count is 0-1. See if they get aggressive with Polite out at first base. Try to send her to second. See the center fielder, she's got some good speed as Pape chases the same exact pitch. Fastball away in the zone, and she's behind in the count 0-2. And now she has to make an adjustment after two pitches outside. If I'm Ava Greer in the circle, I'm going even further outside to see how far she chases. The 0-2. This time it's a little closer inside, and it's poked into center field for a base hit. That's the pitch Pape was waiting on. Greer tapping her chest. She knows, yeah, I missed that one. That's on me. And I think that was the situation. They wanted to, like you say, go fastball even further outside and just miss their location. And now here comes that top of the lineup with two on and two down in the top of the second inning. Deuces wild as the shortstop, Alexis Portel, comes to the plate. First pitch strike. Counts it's 0-1. Lead at second, Pape at first, Portel up the plate. Bunt shown, and it's dropped down and bounces over the head of Chloe Staffen behind the plate and to the backstop in foul territory. The count now 0-2. I don't understand that play call, Sean. One, there's two outs, and two, you foul it off. Now it's an 0-2 count. You're trusting the speed that Portel's got to beat it out over at first base. That's all you're really thinking, but... You know, to do that for the second time around, I don't know. Slap towards third. Terry on a foot race to third base. Beats Polite for the third and final out to end the top of the second inning. The fielder's choice does it, and we are scoreless through two, or, or excuse me, in the top of the second inning. 1-1 remains your score. Central and St. Genevieve tied up on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO. When your home or business is damaged from a fire or flooding, call Bryant Restoration, 366-6351. Locally owned and operated by Reggie Avishan on Benham Street in Bonterre. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Bryant Restoration. Hungry? The Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. The Riverside Grill across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills. Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those, too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. Apply online at mineralarea.edu. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by LeCarrie Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the Parkland, Ozark Federal Savings and Loan in Farmington, Boyd & Associates in Farmington, and the Kimber Monroe Law Office in Farmington. 
Bottom of the second inning, St. Genevieve with 8-9-1 and one due up in the order. It's Mia Schweiger to lead things off, their second baseman. Open stance, ever so slightly in the right-handed batter's box, and swings over the top of an off-speed pitch that the string has pulled on the inside part of the plate. Miles gets her to offer it, and the count is 0-1. Well, that's a good pitch from Sidney Miles to start the at-bat. The 0-1, way upstairs, missing for a ball. Ball and a strike, your count. I think she tried to do the same thing and just didn't get the release point on that one. That's the thing with, like, baseball versus softball. You know, it slips out of your hands or you're not perfect in baseball, and that's one thing. And now the umpire in the field and Taylor Guile having a conversation. I don't know if they called it an illegal pitch. Didn't they get miles on that when we saw them against the West County Lady Bulldogs earlier this year? It was either her or I might have been like her. She, like her skipping off the mound or yeah, something like it was that? Her. I think it was. I wonder if that's what they saw here. It's Brian Kelly out there talking with Taylor Guile. And Guile going to head back to the dugout and give a quick instruction. I think that's what it was. Because, yeah, now uh, coming out to have a conversation with her is Cadence Cosby. Now Cosby and Miles are going to talk it over. We'll see if they continue to keep a close eye on Miles. She goes back to the rosin bag. And will set up shop on the mound. There's the pitch. That one skips to the plate. And it's a 2-1 count. Now it should still be 2-1 even be with the one. illegal pitch because it was airmailed. Yeah. Or wait so a it would be a ball anyway. Okay, the umpires are confirming the count. It is 2-1. and one, Yeah, because yes. it was a ball anyway. If it was an illegal pitch, it's going to be a ball. But it's not like it adds an additional one. It's not like the pitch no, count rule right, or yeah. the pitch clock rule. That one misses for a ball. Now it's a 3-1 count to Schweigert. And we saw last inning when runners got on, losing her location a little bit with Sydney Miles. Oh, that was ball four. But Schweigert swung it one above her head. Count now three and two instead of a fresh count for Autumn Warner and a runner on. Miles, the pitch. There's ball four anyway. Misses inside on the knees and taking first base is Schweigert. Autumn Werner, the designated player, will come to the plate. She's batting in place of the flex and the pitcher, Ava Greer. Werner, first pitch to her, shows bunt. Foul tipped. Cosby can't hang on to it. The count is 0-1. 1 ball game here in the bottom of the sixth inning. St. Genevieve loaded the bases in the first. Only got one run to show for it, and that one run came home on a walk. Here's a foul ball on a bunt up the third baseline, and the count's now 0-2 on Werner. Well, these St. Genevieve hitters struggling to put the bunt down, Sean. They just need to move up to the very, very front of the batter's box and don't poke at it. Just keep the head of the bat up and follow the ball with the bat. Fought off foul on a swing this time. Really, back in that first inning, no one really hit city miles too hard except for hope schmelzley who got the final out on that smoked line drive to third ava huber had a leadoff single too that was launched to the right center field gap here's a pickoff move but back safely is the runner cosby had a couple of players 
almost picked off and one she did successfully pick off yesterday against Potosi. And that was strike three called. So strikeout number two for Sydney Miles. Almost a strike him out, throw him out, double play. Instead, back to the top of the order. And Ava Huber, who did have that line drive. Up to center field for a base hit. First pitch ball to where one out. Bunt tries to drop a drag, but up the first baseline, but it skips into foul territory. Again, if the if the bunt's on, the batter should just move up. You got about a foot in front of the plate that you can stand in that batter's box. That'll help you put it down on fair territory. The one one yanked well foul. As Huber's out in front of that one. And now she falls behind in the count. One and two. We've got Schweigert at first. Huber up at the plate and a one-two count. The pitch skips through the plate and misses low for a ball. Two and two. It's a good job by Huber to lay off the off-speed pitch. That one will look good until it just sinks down to the turf pellets, and that's what we saw there. But Huber laying off of it. Two-two. Hit just foul up the third base line. That had to be inches, Sean. That was almost an extra base hit. The first hop was fair, but by the time it got past third base, it was in foul territory, said the home plate umpire, Kevin Kemp. The 2-2. Low and inside. Nice snatch by Cosby. Now the count is run full at 3-2 and two for Huber with Wiener on deck. 3-2. Smoked up the line, but foul once again. McClanahan almost snagged another one. Well, they call it the hot corner. We've seen some about a handful of balls just smoked that way by St. Jen hitters today. And we've seen some serious heat make its way to the hot corner. As there's one that misses for ball four. Huber's on first, Schweigert at second, with Wiener coming to the plate. One away in the bottom of the second inning. Good opportunity for St. Jen to try to claim their first lead of the game. They trailed 1-0 when the bottom of the first inning began. Got to run home to tie it up all said and done. They've got two on, one away in the bottom of the second. At the top of the order up, Wiener's the two-hitter. Counts it's 1-0 to her. And a bunt play was on. She just pulled back the one that missed outside. Let's see if they put it on again with two on and one out. You have McClanahan creeping in closer at third base. And one will miss for a ball. We've seen these stretches from Sydney Miles where she just has a hard time finding the zone. She's walked two in this inning already. I wonder if... Your St. Genevieve, if you're going to lay off on the bunt attempts, because that's really a lot of the strikes that where they've come from is those foul balls on the bunt tries. There's the throw down to second. Back in time is Schweiger. That's another one that missed for a ball. 3-0 the count. It's almost, hey, just lay off of it. Let's see if she can find the zone before we start swinging at her again. Nice job by Cosby to frame that pitch. I think that was definitely a ball on the outside part of the plate, but she kind of turned her shoulders a little bit to make it look like it was even further inside when she framed it and gets the count. Three and one. 
but it'll be all for naught as the pitch ensuing misses low for a ball and the bases are loaded for the second inning in a row for the St. Genevieve Dragons and here comes Taylor Guile the head coach of the Central Lady Rebels and that is going to do it for Sydney Miles she'll take her mask off and start making her way towards the dugout won't be there too long probably just swapping out her glove as she'll make her way over to shortstop and we'll see how the fielding realigns for the Central Lady Rebels they're bringing the outfield in. McMillan heading to the bench. Miles going to go to short. Neff comes in off the bench into the game. And Peters is going to get a new glove and make her way into left field, it appears. Tough, tough inning for Sydney Miles. Just unable to find the strike zone. She was pitching well at uh, the start of that first inning and then even into the bottom of that, or the uh, end of that first inning where a hard contact made by Hope Schmelz, it was a line out. Then Miles got that strikeout in the second, but three base runners all on walks. And she walked a total of five in the game. So now a bit of a change of pace with Neff coming into the game. She has a lot more movement on her pitches, albeit not as much as velocity as Sydney Miles has. And here's the full pitching line for Sydney Miles. She lasts just an inning and a third, faced 11 batters in total through 45 pitches, only three more strikes than balls. She allowed a hit, a run, which was earned, walked five, struck out a pair, didn't hit anyone. ERA sits at 5.25 and whip at four and a half. She did leave three stranded back in the first inning. She's hoping Alex Neff can strand a couple more as Miles will be responsible for Schweigert at third, Huber at second, and Wiener at first. And you got Maddie Terry and Chloe Staffan do up. These are the, the hitters you don't want to mess around with, Sean. No. I mean, Chloe Staffan had a home run in yesterday's game. And yesterday, Maddie Terry had a big game as well, or excuse me, was over, or excuse me, in fact, just walked four times in the game yesterday. Oh, no, that's, excuse me, that's against the Potosi Trojans. In yesterday's game, Maddie Terry was one for three with an RBI and two runs scored. Take a look at the Anatown scoreboard check, courtesy of Mineral Area Overhead Door at 1020 Woodlawn Drive, just north of Farmington, providing over 40 years of great service to their customers. Visit them at mineralareadoor.com and it's one nothing Central after one on the baseball side against North County. A solo home run by Kaysen Murphy puts the Rebels ahead. That one's at the Park Hill Sports Complex. So here's the situation. One out in a 1-1 ball game in the bottom of the second inning. And Neff coming into the game to face off against 3-4-5 and five in the St. Genevieve Dragons order. With the bases loaded, she misses for ball one downstairs. Infield is in for the Central Lady Rebels. Breaking ball, dropped in for a strike. A ball and a strike. I asked Coach Becky Kime pregame. Yesterday they prepared for a slower pitcher from Kingston. Today with Saint Central having pitchers that have velocity like Miles and Ray, pitchers that got a little more movement, a little more consistent in finding the strike zone like Pape and Neff. I asked her, you know, how do you prepare for a team like that? She says, prepare for velocity because it's easier to adjust for a pitcher that's a little slower as opposed to trying to catch up to a pitcher that you weren't ready for. But Neff, coming into this game, has delivered three balls and just one strike to Terry. A 3-1 count. Well, the easy adjustment, Sean, is just move up in the, strike, or in the uh, batter's box. 
The 3-1. Ball four on the outside part of the plate. And for the second inning in a row, the Central Lady Rebels walk home a run as Schweigert will score. And it's a 2-1 ball game favoring the Dragons. And you know Chloe Staffan's going to do something with a pitch she can hit, and that's what's tough with the bases loaded. You don't have anywhere to put her, and you're going to have to work on the edges of the strike zone and maybe inside where she can't extend. That one dropped in the bucket for a strike. Oh, and one your count. Now you've got Huber at third, Wiener at second, and Terry at first base. Field one. Hit in the air. Left field. Deep. It'll drop down for a base hit as it's fair by about three feet. One run scores, two run scores. Stopping at third is Terry at second with a two RBI double is Chloe Staffin. And it's a four to one ball game favoring St. Genevieve. And that pitch was on the inside part of the plate as we'll see a courtesy runner, it'll be Jolie Parker. But Chloe Staffin just turned on it and took it where it was pitched and somehow kept that one inside the fair territory in the third base line as it was a one hop to the fence and about, you mentioned it, three feet off the line. That was as close as you're going to come to that deep part of the ballpark, too, of hitting it and hugging it down the line. It's not like it started off like it was going right at Peters and then hooked and landed there. That thing stayed pretty much laser straight up the line. First pitch strike to Mallory Wolk. Here's the second pitch to her. Slow roller towards second. Portel only plays the first. They've got it. A late jump off of third base, though. The throw home. It's a double play. 4-3-2 double plays. Terry late off the bag at third. Portel didn't think they had a chance to get her at home. Terry got the late jump, and Dishbind's able to make the play at the plate to end the inning. 4-1 to one your score, though. St. Genevieve. They run Sydney Miles out of the game, and they get three runs to take their first lead of the ball game. We are through two complete to the third inning we go. Central Lady Rebels back up after this. This inning break brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sansegra in Farmington and Jonathan Steffen in Deloge. Nothing beats the convenience of pushing a button for instant heat and a beautiful fire, even when the power is out. This is Lance Seacrest in a lead belt stove and fireplace. We can do just that with our wide variety of Regency and Manesson gas fireplaces. Visit us online and request a quote anytime at leadbeltstove.com. At Ledco Community Credit Union, the mobile app makes it easier than ever to handle all of your daily banking needs. Designed to be intuitive and simple to use, the app offers you access to a wide range of popular features, including account balance and transfer, transfers between Ledco accounts, schedule, manage and pay bills, as well as mobile deposit capture. See their website for download instructions. The staff at Ledco Community Credit Union can make your life easier and more convenient. And they're proud to sponsor high school sports online. You can hear award-winning high school sports broadcasts on your computer or your iPad. Or you can download the KFMO radio app and have high school sports on any mobile device. Brought to you by KFMO and our partners at Ledco Community Credit Union. Visit us online at ledco.org or visit both of our branches. One in Park Hills, one in Farmington. Ledco Community Credit Union. Top of the third inning, 4-1 to one, St. Genevieve, your score, and Sydney Miles, who will now sit in line for the loss, steps to the plate and slices the first pitch he sees foul out of play into the pitcher, pitcher's bullpen on the third base side. That belongs to the St. Genevieve Dragons. Probably won't need to use it today. Ava Greer has looked good so far. Once plus through the order, misses away for a ball, 1-1. One and one. 
when you talk about bullpens that won't get used much, there's this one here in West Counties. Yes. The 1-1. Low and away, missing for a ball, 2-1. That's the thing with high school softball. If you've got an elite pitcher, that's going to be your go-to pitcher pretty much the entire time. The 2-1. Skips to home plate. Three balls, one strike to Sydney Miles. She checks her wristband as she gets a play from Taylor Guy on the third base coach's box and digs back into the left-handed batter's box. Nice little inside-out single to right fielder first time up and works a five-pitch walk in her second time up. Walked three times yesterday and now will set the table for Cadence Cosby, who comes up. And if you want to spark something offensively if you're central, this is exactly who you would pick out of a hat if you want, or who you would pick if you could write out the lineup, rather, if you will. Sydney Miles to lead things off. Cadence Cosby to follow up after that. Chloe Dishbein is next. It's the heart of the order for a very good Central Lady Rebels offense. Throw to second. Gun down to Sydney Miles. What a throw from Chloe Staffen. And what a tag from Huber as well. It was a strong throw from Staffen, but a little offline, and Huber got it and quickly threw the blind swipe tag to get Miles for the out. Well, Sean, that tag that was put down by the shortstop in Ava Huber was similar to the swing style of a tag that Javier Baez would tag would apply back in the, the 2016 days for the Chicago Cubs. 1-0, swung on a miss. That's back when he knew the situation, not what happened the other day out <laughs> yes. in Detroit. <laughs> yes. It was a ball on the first pitch, and now with the base is empty. It's a 1-1 count to Cosby. Wide open stance, right-handed batter's box. Watches one go by on the outside part of the plate. Very compressed stance for Cosby. And she digs back into the right-handed batter's box. The 2-1. Fought off foul. 2-2. Two and two. Stepping out of the box is Cos. She's back in. A pitch upstairs for a ball, three and two. The pitch from Ava Greer. Hit hard on the ground, stays low to short. Huber across the first. Nice pick by the freshman first baseman, Alyssa Beckerman, for the out. There's two down in the top of the third inning. Well, just when Central thinks they have something in a leadoff walk, that caught stealing really shuts down the momentum that they might have had. Here comes Chloe Dishbein to the plate. Misses on the outside for a ball, 1-0. The pitch to Dishbein, swings at it. It's a 1-1 count as we're all evened up. Another situation where if a central hitter is going to chase something outside, why not throw it a little bit further and just see how far she'll chase it. Swing and a miss, strike two. Ground out third, that's the day so far for Chloe Dishbein as she's behind in the count, a ball and two strikes. West County Lady Bulldogs have arrived. Oh, almost off her end of that one, way upstairs, way outside, Dishbein. Kind of moves the hands a little bit, but never really pulled the barrel of the bat around. Sticking for a ball, two and two. The pitch 
Swung on and miss. Dishbine can't touch the heat on the outside part of the plate, and she's down on strikes. Courtesy of the caught stealing, Central Lady Rebels go down in order at the hands of Ava Greer and the St. Genevieve Dragons. We are through two and a half. To the bottom of the third we go. St. Genevieve looking to build on their 4-1 to one lead on AM 1240 KFMO. Hi folks, this is Randy Holsey at Flooring Systems. High school sports teaches many lessons that last a lifetime, and that's why we are proud to be a part of high school athletics in the parkland. Stop by or call 573-760-1461. We're Flooring Systems of Farmington, a name you can stand on. Curtis Glass Center of Park Hill, serving the Parkland area since 1978 for your auto, home, or business, is the only local glass shop that offers in-house calibrations on foreign and domestic windshields. Curtis Glass Center is your choice for windshield replacement or repair, custom flat or tempered glass or home window repair, and the best customer service. Don't trust your glass to anyone else. Curtis Glass Center, 601 Main Street in Park Hills, or call 573-431-5616. Banking with people like you, Unico Bank. We are happy to support all of the area's athletes and are proud to be a part of high school sports. Banking with people like you, Unico Bank. Bottom of the third inning, 4-1 to one your score. St. Genevieve has scored in each of the first two innings. We'll see what they've got in store for the third as they're facing off against Alex Neff. First pitch, misses for a ball, and the count sits 1-0 to Alyssa Beckerman, who leads off the bottom of the third inning. 6-7-8 due up. 1-0. And on the ground towards short, past the diving Sydney Miles, and into left field for base hit. Now, Miles' positioning, I didn't get a chance to point it out, but if she was in a traditional shortstop position, she would have had that. But she's playing very, very very deep in the hole almost like they've got a shift over at third base except on the right side of the infield you've got your first baseman and second baseman lined up as they normally would be the last time we saw them when they played uh, when central played potosi that is and she was positioned there she made some really good plays sean in that instance had she been straight up it would have been an easy out at first base we do see a pinch runner over at first Instead, it's a leadoff single. We'll try to see if we can identify who's courtesy running over at first base, or pinch running, rather. As Schmelzley digs in. Looks like it might be Adriana Bennett. As the first pitch is in there for a strike. It is Bennett over at first base. Melsley behind in the count, 0-1. Lined out to third baseman Ella McClanahan to end the first inning on an absolute line drive that she ripped to McClanahan at third. There's a bunt that's dropped into foul territory, and the count sits 0-2. Field two pitch. Breaking ball, misses on the inside part of the plate for a ball. One and two. With Neff's relief appearance ending the top, or excuse me, the bottom of the second inning, that officially shuts the book on Sydney Miles. A one and a third innings pitched, allowing four runs, all of them earned. Walked five, struck out two, ERA of 21. 
Hit in the air, deep right center field, and past the glove of Alexia Pape, who couldn't close the gap in time and drops down for an extra base hit. Big turnaround second. They've got a rundown now. Schmelzley out at second base as Portel beats her with a headfirst dive to the bag. It was a big turn around second from Mope Schmelzley, and the throw came into Portel, who is closer to second than she was. That's a tough play by Schmelzley after seeing the go sign. You're taught when you're heading to second to take a look at the third base coach, and head coach Becky Kime was waving the arms and at the last second put it up, and at that time Schmelzley had put her head down. So it's a double because she did reach second base but out, trying to extend it even further when she came off the bag. Now there's one down, but that does move Bennett to third base. She's 60 feet from adding another run. Chop back to the pitcher. Neff looks the runner at Bennett back to third, throws the first, two down. That's a good play by Neff to have the awareness to look back at the runner and still have the time on the slow roller to get Schweigert at first. I'll bring Werner to the plate as Schweigert is down. Werner, the nine hitter for the St. Genevieve Dragons. 0 for 1, struck out looking. First pitch to her in her second time through, and the count is 1-0. and Neff, the pitch, upstairs, 2-0. Got Bennett, courtesy running at third, or excuse me, pinch running at third base for Alyssa Beckerman. And a 4-1 ball game. Swing and a miss. 2-1. Werner digs back in. Slightly closed stance. Pitch to her. Dropped in the bucket for a strike. Two and two. Two, two. Fouled off into the netting. Count remains two and two to Werner with Ava Huber awaiting her turn on deck. Would love to get a chance to bat here. She's had a solid day so far. One for one with a single on a fly ball to center field and work to walk. The 2-2. Hit in the air. Left field. Deep. Peters settles. Got it. For the third and final out to end the bottom of the third inning and keep the St. Genevieve Dragons in check. No runs, two hits, no errors, and a runner left stranded on third base. Four to one, your score as we head to the fourth inning. St. Genevieve leads Central in the MAAA Conference Tournament semifinals on AM 1240 KFMO. To make a positive difference in our community, this is the mission statement of Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. Branch manager David Parmley and his staff are proud to be a part of the different communities that they serve. Their employees supply fresh milk and dairy products to local grocery stores and markets that they too shop at. They are proud to support our local communities where they live, work, and raise their families. Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. 
Graphic Options is our area's custom t-shirt and apparel manufacturer. Located at 120 West Pine in Farmington, Graphic Options offers a wide selection of options, including vinyl, screen print, embroidery, and more. Graphic Options in Farmington, a proud sponsor of high school sports. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by the Riverside Grill in Park Hills, Ledco Community Credit Union in Farmington and Park Hills, the St. Francis County Community Partnership in Farmington, Culver's in Farmington, and Edward Jones agents Josh Brown in Farmington and Allison Cannon in Park Hills. Five, six, and seven will all come to the plate for the Central Lady Rebels, trailing by three. Head to the fourth inning. Four to one, your score. St. Genevieve out in front. Ava Greer looking pretty good her last couple times through. Allowed one run back in the first inning as locked down the Central Lady Rebels. Potent offense since then. First pitch fouled off by Ray. Count is 0 1. On the season so far, Central second in the conference in scoring. With last night's game, they're now averaging upwards of 10 runs per game, second only to Valley Catholic, who's averaging 12 and a half runs per game. Ray on the day, strikeout swinging, that's her afternoon. Neil one, hit into center field and deep. Schmelzley comes on, now comes on further and makes the play. Got caught up in the wind a little bit there. And there's one away in the top of the fourth inning. And check the MAAA Conference out-of-town scoreboard in Potosi. They are in uh, the bottom of the second, and the Trojans lead Kingston 8-1. to That in the fifth-place semifinal. Mineral area overhead door brings you that out-of-town scoreboard check. Pitch misses low and away for a ball, 1-0. Install garage doors, awnings, and patio covers, windows, and fencing for a full list of services. Visit them on their website, mineralareadoor.com. The 1-0. Swing and a miss. One and one. The 1-1 one, one pitch. Again a swing and a miss. Count now one and two. Greer is really getting the Central Lady Rebels to chase that pitch high and outside. We've seen multiple batters biting on that consistently throughout this game. And there it is again. McClanahan chases it even further outside, and that's the third strikeout of the ball game for Ava Greer. Strikeouts are brought to you by Complete Vision Care. They offer quality eye care, premium eyewear, and a customized visual solution for every patient with locations in Lettington and Festus. And here comes Alex Neff, the pitcher, up to the plate as the new seven-hitter with J.C. McMillan out of the order. Fights it off foul. Count is 0-1. Wondered if it was going to be Neff or Peters who took over for McMillan in left field. And the count now 0-2. Well, I don't think it could be Peters because her designated player is Zoe Ray. Yeah, true. The 0-2. Missing on the outside part of the plate for a ball. A ball and two strikes. Yeah, Kelsey Polite hoping to get a turn on deck. Missing four ball, two balls and two strikes, your count. Greer with the 2-2. Two -two. Swing and a miss. Strike three. And that'll do it for the Central Lady Rebels in the top of the fourth inning. They go in order 
at the hands of Ava Greer, and the score remains 4-1. to one. St. Genevieve leading Central as we head to the bottom of the fourth inning. It's Huber, Werner, and Terry. Top of the order for St. Gen, due up next on KFMO. Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kinsey, his crews are highly qualified installers, experienced in new construction and rehab. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373, proud to be a part of high school sports. Gilster Mary Lee Corporation is hiring owner-operators for a growing and busy fleet at their southeast Missouri facility. Drivers will pull Gilster Mary Lee trailers. Owner-operators are paid all miles at $1.85 per mile plus $11.50 per hour for downtime and drivers are given weekly settlements. Loads consist of no-touch freight and round-trip dispatch, so drivers can be home each week. Keep busy all year round and return after each load. Call Mike Welker at 800-851-5371. That's 800-851-5371. Precious memories left behind Bring us joy and peace of mind When we celebrate the lives of those we love Proud to be a part of high school sports, Cozy Memorial Chapel and Crematorium, 217 West Columbia in Farmington. High school softball on KFMO is brought to you by the Riverside Grill in Park Hills, Ledco Community Credit Union in Farmington and Park Hills, the St. Francis County Community Partnership in Farmington, Culver's in Farmington, and Edward Jones agents Josh Brown in Farmington and Allison Kennan in Park Hills. Bottom of the fourth inning, top of the order for St. Genevieve, it's Huber, Wiener, and Terry. Huber of the day so far, one for one and a walk. And she's ahead in the count, 1-0 to Alex Neff. Pulls this one up the line, but foul. And we're all even at a ball and a strike. We got some activity in the bullpen for the Central Lady Rebels. Can we see another pitching change at some point during this game? Zoe Ray has made her way out to the bullpen, and she'll begin some warm-up tosses over there. The 1-1. Hit on the line towards short. Sydney Miles at the diving stop. And that's why she plays so deep in that hole there is for that play exactly. Yeah, Sean, that's one where because she was in that spot, it allowed Beckerman to have a single last inning. But because she's in that spot, it takes away a hit from Ava Huber that could have been an extra base hit. Certainly would have been at least one. It would have depended on Kylie Peters in left field and how quickly she could have gotten to it. Uh, the pitch is in there for a strike. Wiener. Oh, for one of the day so far. Golfs this one. Shallow center field. Calling off Miles in the last second is Polite. And she's got it for out number two. That was a near collision in shallow center field between Polite and Miles. And Miles relinquished to Polite in the last second and avoided running into each other. That's a play where it's normally the shortstop's ball to play to make, but Polite had the better angle at it and was already on the move coming in. Terry with a weak hack on the low inside pitch to her from Neff, and the count is 0-1. That's a better angle for Polite. I think Miles probably could have made the play because she's a talented fielder, but good on her to just give it to Polite, who's got the better angle. Hit hard on the ground to the left-hand side of the second baseman, Portel. She's got it to Dishbine at first for the third and final out to end the bottom of the fourth inning. On well, the top of the order for the St. Genevieve Dragons, they go in order as we are through four complete. Four to one, your score. St. Genevieve leads Central in the MAAA Conference Tournament semifinals on KFMO.
The St. Francis County Community Partnership is a proud supporter of local high school sports and they remind you to stay alcohol and drug free for your best possible performance. The St. Francis County Community Partnership, adding value, bringing hope online at sfccp.org. Ozarks Federal Savings and Loans mobility app allows you to bank right from your smartphone or tablet. Just download the Ozarks Federal mobility app in your app store. With mobility, you can deposit checks remotely, check your account balances, transfer funds between accounts, pay bills online, and more. Ozarks Federal Mobility App, a convenient way to bank from anywhere. To find out more, go to OFSL.bank or call one of our knowledgeable account specialists. Ozarks Federal, the homeowner's bank. Always loyal, always local. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. We care and take care of you when it comes to your insurance needs. I'm Chris Morrison, your local State Farm agent in Farmington. Our agency will take the time to sit down with you and develop an insurance plan best suited for you and your family. Learn more online at chrismorrisonagency.com. We're proud to be a part of high school sports. To everyone who needs a little delight in their day, let our team member Paul tell you about one of our favorite sweet treats. Making special moments at mealtime is a tradition in Wisconsin. And what better way to sweeten your day than a Culver's creamy, fresh frozen custard and your favorite mix-ins. We handcraft every concrete mixer exactly the way you like. From caramel to your favorite candies like Butterfinger. Come to Culver's and let us make your day a little bit sweeter. From Wisconsin Wisconsin with love, welcome to delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. Top of the fifth inning, Central Lady Rebels up to the plate, 8-9-1, due up in the order. And it's a first pitch ball delivered to Kelsey Poli. Count goes 1-0. Sean, I have an out-of-town scoreboard. I got a couple of those for you real fast. Uh, Valley Catholic scored 16 runs on the top of the first. This is Ooh. baseball. They lead Arcadia Valley in the second, 20 to nothing. 20 to nothing. That's a football score. And that game is at Arcadia Valley. Called strike in the outside part of the plate, 1-1. One Fredericktown, they lead in their game into the second inning over Potosi, 2-0. Popped up, playable if anyone can go for it. And finally, it's Ava Greer, the pitcher, who has to go for it. No one's covering third base, but seen in the last second is Bully. Too little, too late, in fact. But she's on second base with what's going to have to go down as an E1 and hit off the glove of Ava Greer. That was popped up, and everyone in the infield kind of came in and nobody communicated with one another to make a play on it and here to discuss it is becky geim the head coach of the st genevieve dragon she's gonna want to have to talk that one over yeah sean that's a play that somebody has to be has to make and there were the entire infield was there to put an error on somebody and unfortunately for ava greer she was the one that reached for it and unfortunately didn't make the play as we take a look at some more out-of-town scores and through two central leads north county six nothing in the second inning, Sammy Callaway with a three RBI double that cleared the bases that were loaded. Still can't get past that Valley Catholic score. Yeah, twenty, 20 to nothing. Yeah, that's that's tough for Arcadia Valley after winning yesterday, fifteen ten, or two days ago rather against Kingston. You got a runner at second base if you're Central. We could use a twenty-run two-inning span here. They got the firepower where they're capable of it. It'll be hard to. Get the most of that firepower out against a pitcher like Ava Greer. The 1-0 to Alexia Pape in the turf. Staffen can't handle it. Advancing to third, Poli. And we don't see a lot of pass balls from Chloe Staffen, but that one will allow Poli to move up to third base. Count now 2-0. She's 60 feet away from cutting into that St. Genevieve Dragons lead. It's a 4-1 ball game as this hit on the ground towards second. Thinking of going home with it is Schweiger. She falls to her knees as she throws to first and gets the out at first base as the run does come in and score. And now she has a laugh with Ava Huber as she pops to her feet. 
I, th I think she thought about going home, Sean, and then at the last second, her feet said, "Nah, we're gonna we're gonna throw it to first. <laughs> they just fell out from under her. They just kind of like tripped over her own feet at second base. Swing and a miss on Portel, who is up the leadoff hitter for the Central Lady Rebels, in what is now a 4-2 ball game. I'd like to correct myself on the out-of-town scoreboard. Fredericktown leads Potosi after two, one nothing. It's good Fredericktown bunch. A young team, but very good. Got a good look at them this weekend as the count is one ball, one strike to Portel. They've got some talent in Fredericktown. Barrel pulled back and misses for a ball downstairs. Two and one. They absolutely do, Sean, and they're a young team, and this could be a really big building year for some of the older players that are going to be coming back next year. Yeah. They've got some good upperclassmen on this team, too. The 2-1. Skips off of home plate. Three balls and a strike. Portel digs back into the left-handed batter's box. Bunt shown at 3-1. Bunted. It's a good one. Picked up by staff in the first, and it's airmailed. Advancing to second base is Portel. There's going to be a play at second, but no, the throw comes in too late. And it goes away from everyone, but across the diamond to third, and that'll keep Portel at second base. A single and an E2 moves her up to second. That's a tough break for Chloe Staffen and a play that didn't really need to be made at that situation. There was no chance to get her. Staffen tried to get it out quickly to Beckerman. Get it out quickly. She did that job. Get it to Beckerman, not so much. Yeah, that was about five feet away from Beckerman into right field. Missing low for a ball. It's a 1-0 count to Sydney Miles. Sydney Miles, one for one in the day so far. I don't think we'll see the intentional walk here on Miles. I think we'll kind of see the, we'll pitch around you type of at-bat. Maybe they should have pitched around her. She'll rope this one into left center field for an extra base hit. Coming in to score from second is Portel. It's an RBI double for Sydney Miles. And it's a one-run lead for St. Genevieve, 4-3. to three. That's a good drive by Sydney Miles to take that one to the left center field gap and score run and switch places with Portel out there at second base. Now let's see if Cadence Cosby can keep the train of moving and switch spots with City Miles. Ava Greer just left too much of that softball out over the plate for Miles, who hits it on a line to the opposite field, left center. Low and away, cold strike, got the corner on Cosby, and the count is 0-1. Cosby digs back in. You know, one pitch to her. High and outside, taking for a ball. One and one, your count. Here's the pitch, and it misses low and away. Two and one. Eva Greer. All but one other inning besides this one is attack the strike zone. That was the third. She's been efficient throughout this game, but has had a hard time finding the strike zones here. She does there to make the count now three balls and a strike. As Cosby thought it was about to be ball four. The 3-1. That's ball four. Taking her base is Cadence Cosby. 
The go-ahead run for Central's on first. Miles, the game-tying runs on second with Dishbine coming to the plate. Here we are, Sean, in a situation we discussed in the pregame show. Central's hitters getting on base and producing runs, and the relief pitcher Alex Neff has done a really good job against St. Genevieve hitters. Swing and a miss. Dishbine behind in the count, 0-1. She's 0 for 2 in the day so far. Ground out the third. Strikeout swinging. The one Bunt shown. It's a good one. Dropped up the third baseline. Greer's got it. Goes to third. Midnight time. Everyone's safe. I don't know why Greer was going to third. That's Sydney Miles that you're trying to beat. And it's not like it was hit right to you either. She should have gone to first with that. Get the second out. Now a sacrifice is still in play for Central to tie this game up. And that there should this inning should be over after that pump fly that started the inning from Kelsey Poli. She came around and scored. Then that right there would have been out three had they got all those outs. Greer had plenty of time to go to first. Here's Zoe Ray up to the plate, who is 0 for 2 so far. Takes a first pitch ball. Count is 1-0. and 0. Zoe Ray currently 0 for 7 in the conference tournament. And we got a meeting of the minds in the circle for the St. Genevieve Dragons as their entire infield will come in. Well, Becky Kime cannot go no, back out there. It'd they'll be a have to take Ava Greer out of the game if they do. Now, there's a lot of trust between Kime and her team, especially the battery between Greer and Staffen. We mentioned earlier, Chloe Staffen calls the game for the St. Genevieve Dragons. And last night during our post game conversation, Coach Kime kind of told me that, you know, she'll look over my way sometimes after calling it. And I've agreed with her every single time she's done it. And she's done it seldom, but it's still something she does. Low and away. 2-0 your count. You've got Miles at third, Cosby at second, Dishbein at first. Only one out in the top of the fifth inning in a one-run ball game. Central's already plated two so far. Ray swings over the top. Got the pitch low in the zone. So two ball, one strike count now. Greer sets the 2-1. Hit in the air. Left field, well struck. It'll one-hop to Wiener. One run scores. They're going to send Cosby from second. She'll score. And what a time for Zoe Ray to get your first hit of the conference tournament. She's got a big smile at first base as she plates two and gives the Central Lady Rebels the lead 5-4. What a time. You mentioned it, Sean, to get your first hit of the conference tournament. Now we'll see a courtesy runner and kylie peters coming in and man a big spot and a four spot on the scoreboard here in the fifth inning for central and it's been helped out by the defensive play from saint genevieve on plays that should have been made that weren't so the flex and the designated player will switch and you gotta feel good for zoe ray to get that hit there especially with the previous at bat that fly out to center field that's one of those that Hitters start to get right on the cusp of coming out of a slump where, oh, man, uh, you hit it hard, but it goes right to the opposition. That time there, she hit it hard, but if she hit, it's one of those, if she hit it a little harder, it's a flying out to left field. <laughs> it's right at Wiener, but instead it's short of her. The pitch goes off the glove of Staffan, and everyone's going to advance 60 feet. There's a little confusion. Central for a half second thought it was fouled off. I wonder if St. Genevieve kind of thought the same. Well, home plate umpire... Kevin Kemp 
put his arm up for a strike and kind of walked away. And usually that kind of signals a foul ball if he's walking away from the plate the way he was. Instead, he didn't have the foul ball sign, just a strike. And that's what froze the central base runners. So it's going to be a passed ball that advances both of them. And it's two in scoring position. Still only one out in the top of the fifth inning. And Ella McClanahan up to the plate. And Ava Greer wants to do softball. Not a fan of the one that she had on hand as the Valley Catholic Warriors have made their way to Leon's Field. The 1-1. Swing and a miss. 1-2 and two to McClanahan. She's 0 for 2 in the day so far. Grounded out to second base and a strikeout swinging. The 1-2. Swing and a miss. Strike three. McClanahan is down for a big strikeout from Ava Greer, her fifth of the afternoon. That'll bring Alex Neff into the ballgame. 0 for 1 so far. Strikeout swinging. High and outside, missing for a ball 1 and 0. Here we get into a situation, Sean, where I think Central's one better away from betting around. You think they've betted around. The pitch fouled back. Now, here's a clarification I'll give. This at-bat needs to be complete. If someone were to get picked off here and Neff is going to lead off the next thing, that doesn't count, in my opinion. But otherwise, I view it as completing the, you know, all the way around from the beginning to the end. Outside part of the plate, missing for a ball, 2-1. and one. I guess I could get with that. The bat, at bat has to end for the. And that's but then what I'm counting. That ends as. though. The other, the next player comes up. So I guess we're on the same page. Just but that's if she strikes out here, that's still one yes, through the order. True. And that's, that's why I say that's why I view it that way. Count is now two and two. Like if Neff were to swing at the next pitch here, you can say everyone came and batted in that inning. That, in my opinion, is batting around. And right on cue, Alex Neff swings at a breaking ball low and away from her Greer leaves two stranded but the Central Rebels with a big top of the fifth inning they get four runs off of three hits and two errors to retake the lead in this ball game five to four they're out in front we head to the bottom of the fifth inning St. Genevieve we'll see what response they've got after this on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO Hi folks, John Robinson here, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. It's finally springtime and boy, we're excited. We've got lots of inventory, big rebates, 2023 Grand Cherokee L's, rebates up to $5,500 plus big Pettis discounts. The truck you're looking for, we've got them, half tons, three quarters and one tons. Custom lifted leather, you name it, diesels, gas, no matter what it is, we've got them with discounts and rebates. So come see us, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the Parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. Growing up, my parents always encouraged me to do what's right, even if it wasn't easy. I'd always hear my mother's voice say, do the right thing. That stuck with me. Every day, just do the right thing. That's it. The rest takes care of itself. At Shelter Insurance, we believe in doing the right thing for our customers and our communities. Find the award-winning service you need with the Haggerty Agency in Park Hills. To the bottom of the fifth inning we go, and it begins with a hit-by-pitch as Chloe Staffen 
takes one low. And she's on with nobody out in the bottom of the fifth inning. We'll see Jolie Parker come in and run in her place for the third time this ballgame. And Parker represents the game-tying run. It's a 5-4 lead for the Central Lady Rebels, courtesy of four runs in the top half of this inning. We are in the fifth with Neff in the circle. And a foul ball snatched out of the air by Cosby. She's about to throw it to first to see if she could double up Parker, but it is foul. Well, Sean, if this game comes down to a one-run game, I think Becky Keim, one, she's not going to be happy with the offense, or the defense, rather. Two, she's not going to be happy with her players' inability to put the bunt down. Deal one. That one just slipped out of the hand of Alex Neff. Way upstairs for a ball. I mean, there's been several runners that have that could have been moved up in a situation where a base hit could have scored them. But St. Jen unable to drop down the bunt. The 1-1. Pulled foul up the third baseline. And that puts you behind in the count in a lot of instances. How many 0-1 counts and 0-2 counts have we seen St. Genevieve put themselves in? Whether it was against Sydney Miles to begin the game or Alex Neff, you wonder, it's not left on base per se, but how many runs they've left on the board that they could have had because they're putting themselves behind in counts. You know, could Sydney Miles have been ran from this game back in the first inning Absolutely. if they didn't put themselves in so many holes? And not only does it move the base runners up, it makes the defense scramble. Yeah. The one two. Popped up, shallow left field. Peters got it for out number one, and the good throw into second base keeps Parker at first. That's a good play by Peters to track that one halfway between the wall and the infield and on the third base foul line. She had to go a long way to get it. I'll bring Beckerman to the plate. One for one of the day so far. Walked in her first at-bat and singled on a line drive to left field. And if you remember in that last at-bat, it was that single where uh, the shortstop now in Sydney Miles was playing exactly where she was and couldn't get to it. Yep. She's nearly behind the third baseman, Ella McClanahan. Like I said before, it's kind of, for the old-school baseball fans, before the rules, remember the shift. It kind of looks like that, but only half the team's playing it. And up the middle into center field, and it's two on, one out in the bottom of the fifth inning, and Hope Schmelzley coming to the plate. Obviously, there was some sarcasm in my voice there when I'm talking old-school baseball with the shift now banned at the major league level. But that's what it looks like. That's where, if you're shifting towards the left, a shortstop would play, and you'd have the second baseman on the left-hand side of second base. As the pitch misses low for a ball, even in this instance with two on and one out, it's not like Miles is playing any closer to second to try for a double play or see if they can get Parker at second base. Dropped in for a strike. We're all leaving it a ball and a strike to Schmelzley. They are through three. And Park Hill Central leads North County 8 nothing. Low and inside for a ball. Snap throw down to first. Back in time is Beckerman. That's on the baseball diamond. Out of town scoreboard courtesy of Mineral Area Overhead Door and 1020 Woodlawn Drive just north of Farmington. Installing entry in storm dorms, decks, and railings and more. Visit mineralareadoor.com for the fullest of services. Low for ball three. Three balls and a strike. Hope Schmelzley, one pitch away from loading up the bases for her St. Genevieve Dragons and Mia Schweigert, who's on deck. Forget the bases being loaded, though. This one hit in the air left field. It's a foot shy of a home run as it goes off the top of the wall. Coming in to score from second is Parker. Beckerman advances to third. We are tied up at five all. RBI single, a loud one to left field from Hope Schmelzley. Sean, if the wind was just picking up just a little bit in that instance, that would have been gone. Instead, the wind wasn't blowing, and that one just off the 
mid portion of the wall and down on the ground. And unfortunately, it was hit hard enough that Schmelzley can only be at first base, and the runner that was at first and Beckerman can only get to third. That's it. It got to Peter so quickly, too, because she was playing pretty deep, but just over her head and, like I said, off the top of the wall. If that thing's hit a foot further, she's trotting the bases. And we're talking about a 7-5 ball game favoring St. Genevieve instead of being tied up at 5-5. Taylor Guile out to have a conversation with her whole infield. Still only one out in this bottom of the fifth inning. Zoe Ray not warming up anymore in the central bullpen. In fact, Gracie Wright over there about to start warming up for West County. Here comes Schweigert to the plate. 0 for 1 in the day. Walking a ground out back to the pitcher, Neff. The pitch. Fouled back. Count is 0 and 1. You've got Beckerman at third. Schmelzley at first. St. Genevieve Dragons tying this game back up at 5-all. The pitch dropped in for a strike. 0-2. And when Neff needs to find a spot with that off-speed pitch, she's done it. I'd say 85, maybe 75% of the time in this inning, in this game even, for her. The 0-2. And into the air. Miles has it on the line. She goes across the first. In time to double up the St. Genevieve Dragons and stop the run in its tracks they only get one run out of it to tie us up at five all they get it off of two hits and courtesy of the double play only one runner left stranded on third brand new ball game once again as we head to the sixth five all central and saint jen battling it out for a chance to play in the championship game in the mAA conference tournament on am 1240 kfmo it's finally warming up. The sun is shining. The rain is falling, which means the flowers are blooming. And I have a fever. Spring fever, that is. Ashley Sism here from Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. The sunshine makes us happy around here, and we want to help spread the fever. So get outside and come check out our spring fever sales event. Cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs, from Ford to Volkswagen, and all makes and models in between. We have window tech specials popping up like daisies. Allergies may have you in a fog, but it's clear and clear here this April. Find your car, find your payment, and find yourself driving away in a newer and nicer car this spring with no hassles. Do some spring cleaning and trade your old car now, even if you owe more than it's worth. We want to help you jump over all those bad credit puddles and get you approved. You may just end up with spring fever too. Find your car, find your payment, and find yourself driving away in a newer, nicer car during our spring fever sales event. But hurry, we won't be spring cleaning for long. We want you to visit us today at Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of lifetime warranty. Call 431-3177 or shop online at sismford.com. Some negative equity may be refinanced. Offers may not combine. See dealer for details. 8-9-1 and one in the order due up for the Central Lady Rebels. It's Kelsey Poli who comes to the plate first. She swings the first pitch she sees, chasing it away. Count 0-1. Poli, Pape, Portel, the three due up for the Central Lady Rebels. One for two in the day so far is Kelsey Poli. Singled on a hard ground ball right back up the middle and hit on a pop fly and reached on an error that nobody went for for St. Jen until Greer stuck out her glove in the last second and will reach on another error. Slow roller towards Terry, the throw to first offline. E5, and Polite safe at first base. Sean, I think I'm going to use my gavel to overrule you on an infield single. She beat it out. That's fair. It was a close play at first base, and Polite's got some speed. The throw came Probably wouldn't have been close late. if Terry didn't get it out so quickly. So, yeah, I'll go with that. Overruled. Upstairs, missing for a ball. Count is 1-0. and 
Uh, they, they, say, say, they say that she went around. Yeah, they say Poppy offered at the bunt. She reached for it high. Could have gone either way. She just pulled back a little bit too late. You know, one fouls this bunt back. Count is 0-2. Pape trying to advance Polly over. Two bunt attempts, and the count's 0-2. She'll watch this one go by, though, and go past the catcher, Staffin, and to the backstop. Polly will take second base nonetheless. A wild pitch from Ava Greer's. Looked like the release was off on that one. Misses way upstairs for a ball. The 1-2. Fouled back, out of play. Count sets a ball on two strikes. Napoli at second, go-ahead run for the Central Lady Rebels as they are trying to take their third separate lead of this ball game. The one-two. Popped up, foul territory, and hooking out of play. Goes off the top of the dugout of the Central Lady Rebels. Count remains the same. Nice job from Alexia Pape after falling behind 0-2 on a whiff and a foul ball on a bunt to keep this at-bat going even longer. Really battling at the plate. The 1-2. Popped up on the infield and going for it and getting it is Terry. And she will run back Poli to second base as covering a third is Huber. Good heads-up play from Huber, too. And you wonder, everyone was kind of nervous for that moment there. It was a similar pop-up to the one that Polite found herself safe on earlier. But this time, Maddie Terry took command, went for it, got it for out number one. It's a good job by Terry to take command of that pop fly. And I honestly think that's a really good job, too, by Ava Huber to cover the bag because as soon as the catch was made, Polite was off of second as she saw third base open until Huber got over there. Missing on the bunt try is Alexis Portel tying inside on her. Count it's 0-1 as she offers at it. Trying to just set the table for Miles, who's due up next. The 0-1. Bunt fouled back. Same exact result as Pape. And the count is 0-2. The other guy, like with Becky Kime, we said earlier, we, I predict that similarly she won't be happy with her team's performance. Trying to drop down a bunt here. The 0-2. Oh, excuse me, swing. Bloops it to third. Terry's got it. There's two down. Deja vu all over again as a couple of missed bunt opportunities results in a pop-out to Maddie Terry, who has to come in and make the play. Now here is an opportunity where I might consider intentionally walking Sydney Miles. He got first base open. Miles is two for two on the day so far, but they're going to go after her, and it gets away from the catcher, Staffin, and Bully's going to take third. Sean, I don't know if you want to walk Miles and face Cosby, who has some pop. The count's 0-1. That was a strike. It just popped out of the glove of Staffin for a pass ball. This is on the inside there, a ball and a strike. I know Cosby's a good hitter, but it's just a situation like this. Miles, who's been crushing it throughout this tournament so far. This is about to be the seventh plate appearance for Sidney Miles. And she has reached every single time so far. Hits on the right side and through into right field for a base hit. 
An RBI single from Sydney Miles regains the lead for the Central Lady Rebels. Six to five, they're out in front. And maybe that's why you put her on in two innings back-to-back where the first base was open and you could have put her on. She comes back with an RBI hit. I mean, all the evidence kind of leads you to think if you're going to intentionally walk anyone, Sydney Miles is the person that you want to intentionally walk. I mean, she was 0 for, or excuse me, uh, two walks in the loss against West County back in the game in the beginning of this season. She went 4 for 4 with three runs and three RBIs. She's now 3 for 3 in this contest with another walk. 5 for 5 overall in the MAAA Conference Tournament. Count now all even at 1 and 1 to Cosby. And that's not any disrespect to Cosby at all. Cosby is a lethal hitter in her own right. It's just City Miles is playing on fire right now. I don't know if I want to test her. The 1-1. Fought off foul. Cosby, on the other hand, a pair of walks and a ground out to short. That's her day. Well, you go back to the conversation we had with Jeff Montgomery, head coach of the Festus Tigers, when he said after his one of his best players was intentionally walked for Mason Shermer to come up and eventually win it, yeah, he would have done it too. You don't like it for a hitter, but mm-hmm. somebody's got to somebody's going to have to get you know you got to get somebody out, and you'd rather it be a, a player that hasn't hit well against your pitcher. Yes. The one two, swung on a miss, strike three. Cosby down on strikes, but Sydney Miles, even though she's left stranded on first, she's going to be happy with how that inning went. She plates home the go-ahead run for the Central Lady Rebels. Otherwise, two hits and no errors in that frame. Six to five, your score. Central out in front of St. Genevieve with the Dragons coming to the plate after this on KFMO. Today's tax laws are complicated. A relatively simple return can be confusing. It is easy to overlook deductions to which you are entitled. Hi, I'm John Boyd with Boyd & Associates in Farmington. Accounting is what we do best. We are professional, experienced, affordable, and offer a broad range of services for business owners, executives, and independent professionals. We turn complicated matters into simple concepts. Find us online at boyd-cpa.com. Boyd & Associates, we are proud supporters of high school sports. McCary Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like American Metal and Mineral Point, offering full collision and classic restoration over 100 years of combined experience. American Metal also gives glass replacement and chip repair, paintless dent removal, and a lifetime warranty on their work. Voted best body shop in the parkland in 2018, American Metal and Collision is located on Business Park Drive in Mineral Point. And if you're looking for name recognition, look no further than Brad Wooten with Brad Wooten Auto Body. Located in the beautiful Arcadia Valley, Brad Wooten has a 10,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility with factory trained technicians and loaner cars on site. It's Brad Wooten Auto Body located at 401 North Main Street in Ironton. LeCary Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown repair shops. Ball and a strike account to Autumn Werner, who will lead things off. Nine hitter for the St. Genevieve Dragons. They trail by a run once again. It's time six to five as we head to the sixth inning. Werner waves over the top of the off-speed pitch in the inside part of the plate to Neff. And the count is a ball and two strikes. The one-two. Way upstairs. Two balls, two strikes. 
Werner on the day so far is 0 for 2. Strikeout looking and a fly out to left field. 2-2. Hit hard on the ground. Past the third base of McClanahan. There backing her up is Miles at short. The throw to first. The stretch from Dishbine. It goes through her glove. It was a low throw, but probably one Dishbine should have had. That's a tough play by Dishbine on an error and a good play by Sidney Miles, who again was in that hole that should have been a single, but she takes it away, and it will result in an error. That brings Ava Hubert to the plate with the game-tying run on base. That's the huge part. Now the table is set. Low and inside, it is taken for a ball by Huber. Want to know your count. Huber and Wiener set to bat here in this bottom of the sixth inning. That one misses upstairs, 2-0. Two-o pitch. Skips to the plate. Three and O. We saw Zoe Ray warming up earlier, but the bullpen has since been occupied by star starting pitcher for the West County Lady Bulldogs, Gracie Wright, who is going through her warm-up tosses currently. Well, that one dropped in for a strike. Three and one. Pitch. Hit in the air, right to the second baseman, Portel. Barely has to move, just a little to her left. She's got it for out number one. And that's a big out as you get Ava Huber off the base path. She's got some speed, but she won't be able to use it in this inning. And Ava Huber would have represented, if she was able to reach safely, the go-ahead run for St. Jen. I'm going to flip the script for Central because the top of the seventh inning, without Sydney Miles coming to the plate for quite a while, would have been the situation. Foul ball. As it's just out of the reach of McClanahan, Miles, and Peters. Each of the three of them crash into the fence on the left field side, trying to track it down. And this is the first at bat for Brenna Wiener, in which she is not showing bunt with a runner at first and the first pitch she sees. Neil one. Slow tapper to the third baseman. McClanahan knocks it down, throw to first, not in time. I rule that an infield single, even if McClanahan got that cleanly. It was such a slow developing play. I'm not sure she had a chance at first base. I don't think so. Brenna Wiener went with the little slap play and just that one works as a bunt because you hit it between the pitcher and third baseman, move up the runner, and you reach base safely. Finesse over velocity in that situation. And here we go. Runners on first and second. Wiener on second, or first rather. Werner on second. And you've got Maddie Terry, who's 0 for 2 in the game so far, coming up to the plate. Grounded into a fielder's choice. Worked a walk and grounded out in our most recent at-bat. There's one away in the bottom of the sixth inning. With Neff in the circle. Game-tying run at second. Go-ahead run at first. Hit hard on the ground, left side, through into center field for a base hit. Poli charges. And holds on to it as holding up at third is Werner. They're not going to try Polite in center field, and it will come down to Chloe Staffen. And that'll bring the central infield in. That one would have been a tough play if Sydney Miles was positioned in the normal shortstop spot. I'm not sure even with her rate I, she would I, have had it. Me either. There was enough on it to get it past her, I think, if she was playing in a traditional shortstop position. Infield is in for central. 
The pitch. Blooper. Third base side. Miles and McClanahan both going for it. They bump, but Miles still comes up with it. And there are two outs. That's a huge out, Sean. And a close play is that's the shortstop's ball if she can get to it. Miles called it. McClanahan was there as well, and Miles just stuck her glove out. Mallory Wolk now comes to the plate. Hard on the ground, up the middle, into center field for a base hit. One run will score. They'll hold Werner at third. Or Wiener at third, rather. Werner's the one who came in to score. And it's a 6-6 ball game. Everyone gets 60 feet. And the go-ahead run for St. Genevieve is on third with Alyssa Beckerman. Two for two in the game so far. Coming to the plate. Walked her first time up. Single on a line drive to left. Single on a line drive to center field. That's her day. Line drive towards short. And it hops past Sydney Miles and into left field. One run scores. They're going to send the runner, Terry, from second home. She scores. Sliding in safe at third base is Wolf. Eight to six, your score. St. Genevieve back out in front. And they are loving what they're seeing here at Leon Field. The St. Genevieve faithful on their feet, and that's a huge hit for Beckerman. She's now three for three in the game, and we're going to have a pitching change. Here comes Zoe Ray into the game after the two RBI single. That was hit right at Sydney Miles, but that's a tough play for anyone to make because it kind of hopped right in front of her, and it's one of those, do you try to catch it on the fly, or do you try to play it on the weird hop that's going to come into you really, really, really fast? She tried to get it on the fly, I think, and it just hopped right past her. Yeah, it would have been a tough play. Her glove also was towards the ground, so if she weren't, wasn't going to make the catch on that one, she would have trapped it, which may have confused runners. It would have been out three no matter what, so they're moving on contact. I don't mind that opportunity that she had. Either way, like you said, it's going to be a tough play, one to make and two to get an out on. Zoe Ray, we saw her come into the game yesterday. In a tough situation with runners in scoring position. All said and done. She pitched well, keeping the Potosi Lady Trojans in check. Holding them to just one earned run over the course of three innings. One run total. She'll be asked to do the same here. Stop the bleeding in a three-run bottom of the sixth inning. We'll check the out-of-town scoreboard momentarily. The Potosi Lady Trojans beat Kingston in three innings to advance to the fifth-place game, 7-2 to two the final score. They'll face the winner of Arcadia Valley and Bismarck. That one is playing currently, and that game that is tomorrow, the fifth-place game and the seventh-place game, now that we know it, will take place in Potosi tomorrow beginning at 4 o'clock. Here's the situation here at Leon's Field in St. Genevieve. Runner at third in Wolk. Beckerman's at first. And we've already seen three come home and score for St. Genevieve in the top of the seventh inning. I mentioned we won't see Sidney Miles for a while. We won't see Cadence Cosby either. It's four, five, and six to up. Dishbine, Ray, and McClanahan. Those will be the players for the Central Lady Rebels tasked with scoring at least two runs, if not more, depending on how many more St. Genevieve can add here. We're going to have a couple of changes here as... Zoe Ray comes to the mound. That means the she can't be the designated player anymore, so they will likely sacrifice the designated player because Kylie Peters is still out in right field. And that's big. Or left field, rather. That's big because Zoe Ray is the designated player uh, that was due to bat fifth in the order, second in the next inning. Ray will, can still hit. 
Oh, actually, I don't know if she can. Unless they enter Kyle, Kylie Peters in her spot, and Ray now takes Alex Neff's spot in the lineup. And we'll have to see. But someone's going to have to enter the lineup here. But Ray is now in the game, along with Peters in left field as the flex. So they get all that all squared away. And Zoe Ray delivers a fastball that misses on the outside for a ball, 1-0. Hope Schmelzley up at the plate. She's having a good game. She's two for three. Lined out on one that she smoked to the third baseman, McClanahan. The rest, she's found holes. Some big ones, too. Double on a fly ball and a single on a fly ball to left field. Missing four ball, two and out. Or excuse me, a strike. Ball and a strike. The 1-1. One, one. Low inside corner, strike two. One and two, your count with runners at the corners and two outs in the bottom of the sixth inning. The pitch from Ray, fought off foul and out of play. We'll do it all again. Hope Schmelzley staying alive. The one-two from Zoe Ray. Here it comes. High and outside. Two balls, two strikes. On deck, you've got Mia Schweiger, who is 0 for 2. The ground out in a double play, worked the walker first time up. She won't get a chance to bat here, though. Schmelzley swings through it behind on the fastball, strike three, and that ends the sixth inning. A big sixth, however, for the St. Genevieve Dragons as they plate three runs on four hits in error, and they leave runners stranded at the corners. Wolk at third, Beckerman at first. That's enough to regain the lead for St. Genevieve, though, Eight to six, they're out in front as we head to the seventh inning. Last chance for the Central Lady Rebels to come back yet again and take their fourth lead of the game on AM 1240 KFMO. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call financial advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573-756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member FDIC. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at MineralAreaDoor.com. Serving you since 1978. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Wade's Automotive in Farmington, Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills, Sam Sism Ford Lincoln in Park Hills, Missouri Baptist University in Farmington, and Weems Insurance Agency in Farmington. Four, five, and six. Two up for the Central Lady Rebels. If they're going to come back at this one, they're going to have to do it without Sidney Miles and Aiden Cosby. And we probably won't see them that unless they get either three outs or two runs home. Pitch on the outside, called a strike. Count is 0-1 to Dishbein, who is 0-3 today. Ground out the third, strikeout swinging, and bumped it into a fielder's choice. Swing and a miss. Count 0-2. And now Ava Greer, who has had her ups and downs against Central today, and a chance to get the first out. 
Won't do it here. Blooped into right center field. It drops for a base hit and two hops to Schmelzley. Big turnaround first for Dishbein. She stays there. And in the top of the seventh inning, the game-tying run will come to the plate for the Central Lady Rebels. It's Zoe Ray who will bat. A good time for your first hit of the game if you were Chloe Dishbein to get on base. Pitch on the outside. It misses for a ball. No, excuse me. It's a strike. Count is 0-1. A late call by home plate umpire Kevin Kemp. And instead of it being 1-0 with one on, it's 0-1 with one on. Kind of changes the approach a little bit. You still want to put something to the other way. Swing and a miss. That one's low and away. Ray's going to wish she didn't offer at it. She's behind in the count 0-2. Got her first hit of the conference tournament in her most recent at-bat. And it was a big one as it gave the lead to the Central Lady Rebels. A two RBI single. The 0-2. Missing low for a ball. Ball and two strikes your count. Just dropped it in front of left fielder Brenna Wiener. A one-two. Swing and a miss. Fastball upstairs. Ray behind. And she's down for out number one in the top of the seventh inning. That is the eighth strikeout of the ball game for Ava Greer as strikeouts are brought to you by Complete Vision Care, the ideal choice for your routine exams and anything regarding your eye care since 1966. And we'll see a pinch hitter come up here as being everybody available on the roster for the Central Lady Rebels McKinley Portell will dig in Ella McClanahan not her day she was 0 for 3 with a pair of strikeouts swingings her last two times up we'll see the lefty bat of of Portell take her place instead outside part of the plate called a strike Sean, if we get there, barring a double play, J.C. McMillan will re-enter to bat. She's on deck. Central exhausting all of their options in this ballgame. 0-2, Portell behind on that one. Dish binds at first. Greer looking for back-to-back strikeouts. Almost got it. Just a bit outside on the left-hand part of the plate. Trying to frame it was Chloe Staffen. I thought she was going to get that call. I'm with you, Sean. That was that one barely missed. There it is again, but this time it just gets enough of the plate. And down looking is McKinley Portell for out number two in the top of the seventh inning. Central Lady Rebels down to their final out. And they will re-enter GC McMillan into the ball game, who is 0 for 1 today so far on a pop out to the pitcher, Ava Greer. And she'll take the spot of Alex Neff, who was in as pitcher. This would be the spot where I believe Kylie Peters would hit, if I'm not mistaken. Kylie Peters is the flex, so it would have been either her or Neff. And Neff was taken out for Zoe Ray, who entered. Down is 0-1 is McMillan, behind on the first pitch to her. Stares at one in the low outside part of the plate for a strike. Central's down to their final strike. Greer set. The 0-2. 
Hit in the air, shallow left field. Wiener now it's carrying on her, and she loses it, and it's over her head. Big turnaround third from Dishbine. She'll come in and score. It's an RBI double from J.C. McMillan, pinch hitting in the top of the seventh inning. Well, you talk about a spot to come in and do something, and J.C. McMillan, after popping out in her first at-bat in the second, re-enters here and just gives her club maybe maybe the pop that they needed with that RBI double, and that brings up Kelsey Poli. That's one. Central needs two. That second one stands at second base right now in McMillan with their eight hitter, Kelsey Pulley, up to the plate, and she takes the first pitch strike. Now, she's had a good game. She was the two hitter yesterday. She's two for three out of the eight spot today. And she fouls this one off. Count now 0-2. Singled on a hard ground ball to center field. Hit on a pop fly and reached on an error by the pitcher and singled on a hard ground ball to third. She's down to her final strike as the count sits 0-2. Pape's due up next, if Central can get to her. It's an 8-7 ball game in the top of the seventh. Hit hard on the ground, skipping over it is McMillan at second. The center fielder Schmelzley has it. Good throw home, will keep the runner at third, and McMillan is scampering into second base as Bully. That's a good piece of base running by McMillan and a good job in the coach's box by Taylor Guile not to send her home. You don't want to force something there on a hard-hit shot that McMillan didn't really get the best jump on it because she had to hop over the ball that was hit right at her. Yeah, McMillan's number one goal there was do not get hit by the softball. That was like a heat-seeking missile heading right towards her, it felt like. Count is 1-0. and Pape ahead in the counts. One for three on the day so far with a single on the line drive up the middle, a ground out to second, and a pop out to third. Hit in the air, left field, Wiener comes on. She's got it for the third and final out. To end a dramatic final few innings of this ball game with the St. Genevieve Dragons on top, 8-7. to seven. They win in the semifinal round and advance to the championship game of the MAAA Conference Tournament, not without more dram- dramatic effect or drama rather in the top of the seventh inning eight to seven your score st genevieve hangs on for the victory we'll take a break when we return in between games reports coming up next on am 1240 kfmo hey guys cody newkirk here car smart of jackson and farmington missouri one great website www.thinkcarsmart.com that's www.thinkcarsmart.com almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone shop 24 7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle so when you're in the market for a car think smart think car smart we're buying a car isn't rocket science At Missouri Baptist University, students experience more than higher education. It's more than degrees and more than meaningful relationships. It's about transformation. The outlook you'll leave with will bring light to darkness and set the foundation to become the person you've always wanted, your best. MBU is the place to build character as well as earning potential. Learn more at mobap.edu. To learn more about how you can join us this summer, call 573-431-9700 or visit us at our Farmington Regional Learning Center. You love your truck, and Plaza Tire Service is here to help you make it even better. We've got wheels, leveling kits, and of course, the area's largest selection of light truck tires. With ATs and mud tires up to 35s and bigger, Plaza Tire Service has you covered. The pros at Plaza Tire Service can help you select a great combination that will work with your truck. 
Plus, with our Plaza Tire Service card or no credit needed financing, your upgrades can be easy on your budget. So take your truck from stock to spectacular with Plaza Tire Service. You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. American Family Insurance. See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the Parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. Find the award-winning service you need with the Haggerty Agency in Park Hills. To everyone who needs a little delight in their day, let our team member Paul tell you about one of our favorite sweet treats. Making special moments at mealtime is a tradition in Wisconsin. And what better way to sweeten your day than a Culver's creamy, fresh frozen custard and your favorite mix-ins. We handcraft every concrete mixer exactly the way you like. From caramel to your favorite candies like Butterfinger. Come to Culver's and let us make your day a little bit sweeter. From Wisconsin Wisconsin with love, welcome to delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. American Family Insurance. See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. When your home or business is damaged from a fire or flooding, call Bryant Restoration, 366-6351. Locally owned and operated by Reggie Abishon on Benham Street in Bon Terre. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Bryant Restoration. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Wade's Automotive in Farmington, Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills, Sam Sism Ford Lincoln in Park Hills, Missouri Baptist University in Farmington, and Weems Insurance Agency in Farmington. Ten of this game's 15 runs came in the final two and a half innings of play. Talk drama. Central Lady Rebels, St. Genevieve.